you know what, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. You know, we're professionals now. We've been doing this for two years. in the sippage there. That was, uh, started to sound like something draining. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, uh, the bath, like a bath when it's, like, almost, uh, done with it emptying up. Yeah. Oh, boy. New Year's 2021. Uh, we, we yeah. made it. It's totally you know? 2021 right now. Yep. When we're recording. Happy New Year, everyone. You know? Oh, I stole your bit, where you ruin the illusion yeah <laughs> yeah that's 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 a that's a it's a it's a character trait now it's uh it's been so long since we recorded we forgot who does what right yeah exactly uh yes we we made it despite despite the uh the large odds stacked against us we we didn't die which i've got to say in my 16 years of existence now that is a this has probably been the year where i've had the statistically highest chance of dying yeah now that we've pointed out that we're not actually recording it on the on the day on new year's right feels like you you've kind of jinxed us now that one of us could get corona between now and when this episode comes (laughs) oh no oh god Um, yeah but fingers crossed Fingers crossed we don't die in the next... Uh, what's the date? 20... Oh, whatever, you've already broken it. The 22nd. Let's hope we don't die in the next nine days. Well, is Christmas that soon? Uh, Christmas is in four da- uh, three days, yes. I mean, uh, Happy New Year's. I mean, yeah, Happy Happy New Year, yep. Um, um, didn't look at my advent calendar to see what date it was. <laughs> yeah, no, obviously not recording this. New Year's Day, because I'll probably be watching the Doctor Who special. <laughs> yes, I'll probably be having a time with family. Mm-hmm. Having a time. Yep. Uh, it is. It will also. Be, it is also the um, sixth day of Christmas, seventh day of Christmas. Correct. So I got seven sw- swimming swans from my true love. I don't know how I didn't realize this sooner. Maybe I have and I've just forgotten, but like New Year's is always exactly one week after Christmas. Yeah. And that seems yeah, like something I would have known weird. sooner. Yes. Had I looked at calendars more often. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and now you said that, I have also made that realization because I did the maths in my head and yeah, that is weird. Yeah. So you didn't like know that. Just yeah. as a general thing, either. It's a general thing. Okay. I guess because they always feel so disconnected from each other. It's weird right. to think that they correlate in such a specific way. It makes me feel a little better. Also, people tend to make a big deal out of, like, New Year's Eve more so, which is... Yes. Um, which I guess is exactly a week after Christmas Eve, but um, it's not only six days after Christmas, which yes. is less significant somehow. <laughs> Um, 
This reminds me of a, a tweet I saw where it was just like, God, we stayed up until midnight for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we did. But yes, oh, it for, is 2020. Yeah, for 2020. Yeah. It's finally over. We can relax. Not really. Um, because there's going to be a massive economic recession after this. But, you know, that's why that's, well, right. that's, that's not why you're listening to this that's podcast. A, that's every New Year's, though. It's always, it's always optimism. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's never like, I don't know. It's unrealistic to think that nothing bad will happen in 2021. But we can still be, you know, optimistic it will be better than 2020. <laughs> yes. Naively optimistic, maybe. Um, yeah. So I've been lucky that it hasn't been an awful year for me. Um, I mean, a couple of events have hap- of events outside of COVID that have happened that have made that less made it less nice, good. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. But I still feel like it's been a good year overall, just from like a personal perspective. I think I haven't. I think I've gained as much as I've lost. I- I've lost really. Yeah. It just so. feels like so much has happened since we recorded yeah, last it's... episode. Honestly, so emotionally draining just <laughs> the past couple, what, few months. Yeah. It's uh, it's been a lot, and that's why this episode is 16 hours long. <laughs> <laughs> um, yep. Welcome. You know, you can't leave now. You're legally obliged to stay. Yeah, uh, if we don't that's... have a quiz this episode, it's because we ran out of time. <laughs> yes. Um... Yeah, basically. Uh, <laughs> too much other stuff to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Even just the follow-up will take a, a while. So, yeah. Well, you know what? Let's let's Philip DeFranco in, into it. Um, let's just jump into it. Uh, Phil DeFranco, known for jumping. Yeah. This is the thing he always says. Oh. <laughs> I've seen like one of his videos once. No, um, right? Yeah, I, I, I've seen one, but just I know that's a, it's a, it's a, it's a meme to say that. Uh, make reference. He says that wobbles. Uh, I'm sure uh, the minters will, will back me on that, back you on that, and make me look uncultured. <laughs> oh dear. Yes, maybe, possibly. But yes, so you have here... Phil Franco, also known as Jumpman. Jumpman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yes, so here are our, our notes. It's, um, looking at our notes, there's a lot to get through. Um, I mean, have you already... I mean, you mentioned Doctor Who. Do you want to elaborate further on that? or? Uh, no, just that that's probably what I will be, what doing be doing when this is actually coming out. I mean, out. You, you're going to do after recording and editing this. Yes, of course. Record, edit, and then in the afternoon watch Doctor Who. Because mm-hmm. we're recording this. At it's uh, and published five in the morning. Sorry, you'll kinda, yeah. yeah, it'll be going live. Uh, you know, as soon as I'm done uh, editing, that yeah. part might be true. Actually, knowing <laughs> how I've edited in the past. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But um, so this this episode uh, as it is coming out. Well, so when the episode is coming out, Brexit has, would have been a happen, or is a happening? Yeah, is is a happening finally after five years? <laughs> now, uh, 
not to not to steer off this topic because of course uh-huh. in season three we are now a uh, socio political oh yeah socio political whatever it was a yeah uh but didn't this already happen wobbles what are you saying to me are you saying you haven't brexited we haven't brexited um no we that when it's uh we're leaving the european union the biggest largest trade union in the world with no deal because um yeah uh but we're finally brexiting like i guess that's a good the news can have other things um, i guess maybe i misunderstood this but my my read on the situation is that you already did brexit in that you just had a, a deal where it was like you pretend you're not brexited until the negotiations are finished right um but i guess that's the negotiations fell through yeah yeah um so now we're here uh (laughs) and yeah we're leaving so you don't necessarily mean that you you're brexiting now but just that you are uh maybe for real like not following the rules anymore yeah uh and there is still no deal uh and of course at this time currently um the imp- uh lots of things from uh currently the united kingdom has been cut off from the continent uh i think so it's been disconnected means... from the continent for a while uh <laughs> <laughs> the english channel yeah it, um. it, yeah it's t- the last ice age actually yeah. yeah um that's when it that's when it split off uh, <laughs> don't think you can blame boris for that one <laughs> Oh, trust me, Scar. Uh, I might say he was born in 1964, but I know, I know, I know better. He was like a uh, frost mage that. Yeah, <laughs> <You> <laughs> the the yeah. It's, uh, I was watching. Uh, we watched in school like the last week because it was just we'd done our exams and we had nothing else to do. We watched uh, the day after tomorrow, where the Earth's plunged into a sec- another ice age. Uh, uh, I due to. That was a. I don't know why I'm. I'm just picturing. Uh, oh, what's he called in that movie? The Winter Warlock. Have you ever seen like those oh. Rankin Bass classic Christmas movies? Maybe. Uh, I don't think so. Maybe that? in passing. Um, but yeah. Santa um, Claus is coming to town. Winter Warlock. I'll picture in the show notes. Yeah. Okay. Because I. I. I, I I think it's one of those things that I know of, like, just in passing, but I don't think it's, uh, yeah. But, um, yes, but, uh, we have been cut off through trade from, well, not through trade, through, but from the continent via, um, imports of food and other such things. Um, so that means there's, what, like, f- uh, 1500 lorries currently stuck in Kent, uh, that are needing, are having to go to, like, uh, yeah, they're all just stuck because they're they're not allowed across the channel, um, and yeah, sounds that's, healthy for the economy. Yeah, but it's uh it's a bit rough just because, of course, with Brexit, trade is gonna oh like, since it's officially Brexit, they're gonna be issues with trade, um, 
but it's just a bit awful that we're going to have to probably deal with the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, I'm no lost. economist, but I think loads of trucks know, yeah. sitting around doing nothing uh, due to technicalities. It's probably probably going to put a damper on the yes the economy as a whole. And it uh, it is because that there is a new in South England. Us that our southeast Anglia angles have been reading south, up a new your southern ankles. Our southern ankles have been reading up a new fantastic form of uh, COVID in our free time. Um, yeah, there's a yeah there's a, a new variant of COVID that spreads faster. What? Yeah, I've not heard there of this. Is, so that means we have been cut off access. Uh, we're not allowed to fly out to, I think, like Italy, Hong Kong, China, uh, France, a lot of countries. Uh, so yes, there is a new variant of COVID in South England um, mm. that spreads faster. I mean, I think... And that's that's just been naturally yeah, mutating and spreading happens. there. Like, yeah. before we get a bunch of comments about... Because you said they were breeding it up in their free time. <laughs> right, no, yeah, no. No, that's not like, yeah. <laughs> Pfizer wasn't like, as they were working on the vaccine, we're like, hey, how about we take all these COVID samples and make up... Yeah, no. It is through natural... The British government's uh, not like, oh, yeah, yeah. well, you don't... Oh, if yeah. you won't give us a Brexit deal, we'll kill you with this virus. Yes. Okay, and that's uh, something I just realized. So yes, another big thing in follow-up, there's a, there's a COVID vaccine now that's actually, you know, that's great. Um, yeah. There's a COVID vaccine now. That's, that's There great. wasn't that's... last time we recorded, yeah. yeah. Though, did um, we talk about there being talk of one? I mean, have there's made been talk of, of one for a while. But it's it's not finally here. It's being rolled out in the UK to yeah. frontline workers, the elderly, and severely asthmatic yeah i don't know Um, what the situation is in the uk exactly but i do know the um yeah the first in line in the u.s is supposed to be um yeah like healthcare workers yeah um and then second in line would be like elder care and like uh nursing homes and stuff yes and Um, this is gonna be well well, we're gonna have to wait like i probably uh, a healthy uh, teenage boy uh, will probably be very, very far down the list of yeah. That'll get probably be like last. I think I'll be. Um, little, yeah, I think. Yeah, and um, but not only that, but it's like even just a normal person who isn't either like working in a hospital or working in a nursing home. It's probably going to be a while. Yes, of um, course. They're gonna want to get them out to the people who, like, it, it's good. It's the like uh, flu vaccines. They give those out annually. Um, mm-hmm. Which, like, we're very lucky that the flu doesn't like suddenly get the ability to like turn off your bowels or something because we would like. <laughs> well, if it did, then we would have taken it more seriously, and more people would probably try and get the flu shot and stuff. You know. I guess. But it's I mean, just uh, yes, and your reaction is always going to be like in response to how bad something is. Yes, and I understand that like influenza isn't just one; it's a lot of different. It's like how people. The reason we can't like cure the common cold is because there's a million and 
4.5 strains of like what we classify as the cold because it's just a, a group of viruses that just fuck with the body and mm. mess with the body in the same way uh, <laughs> um it was not even your but... first swore wait did this, i swore this episode <laughs> yeah oh, whoops okay well now i'm aware of it <laughs> what happened again officer i i swear um maybe it's still early maybe we just make a decision that uh season, season four season three yeah. don't get season ahead of yourself three, season season <laughs> <three>. <laughs> it's because I, I i saw the the thing at the bottom just <laughs> it uh it messed with my head there a bit but yes season three we just go off the handle but yeah i think i think people people are just so ready to be done with this Yes. And we saw it in the summer when places were opening up and like cases went way up. It's like yes, I I had, I, put, I didn't actually know how bad the cases got. Well, were the case numbers? Um, like currently, because well, obviously this was expected. Flu season was gonna be a big jump, but just in October, it was like what four times? No, oh, wow, way more than four times. Seven times as well. well... So it's like when it was back, like an average of May. Because there was there was talk about like the heat. Um, sort of like suppressing it. Yes, and then but then places season. opened up, and and in the summer the case the cases went up, and and people were like, oh, I guess the heat wasn't suppressing it. But then yeah, as soon as it got cold, lockdown. cases went up even higher, and it's like, oh, I guess it was. We're just yeah. also being dumb and not. Uh, I mean, here it did go down with by. Things. Here it did go down in the summer. I think. Uh, well, lockdown was up until. Uh, the beginning of the school year, so September. So, and then yeah, as yeah. soon as everything opened up, it spiked. Yeah, it was. It's basically regulations have fallen apart. Ever now, it's mm-hmm. winter. It's even worse. Um, well, you guys have more consistency and more compliance, I think, than the U.S. Yes, where which I mean isn't state to state will vary drastically in what the rules are, and person to person, like Americans, don't like being told what to do. Right. You know? Whereas over here, I mean, we we're not great over here either. Um, to be honest, I know a lot of, and have seen a lot of stuff from just people who are just disregarding rules still, despite this because they think they're dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, though to, what is interesting is because while well, the the new cases have gone way up, but luckily the deaths aren't they're higher than they have been since between June and October, but they they have been lower when they were in the beginning of the year which i guess is just due to i think younger people are now getting it um because of course of schools opening and um all that stuff yeah i guess the deaths would always be a little bit um higher on the front end of things just because the people who are very vulnerable to it like the people who will die will die right (laughs) um so it's like all the people, all like the ninety plus people that, uh, you know, have weakened immune systems that already got it. Yeah. And, but immunocompromising all that. It's still not like, yeah, not a <laughs> terrific number of deaths. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yes, we would like the death number to be zero, um, but it's it's not. Um, but at least it isn't at the point where it was awful. It's well, it's terrible. Like still, hundreds of people are dying every day, 
Um, but it's uh, it's a more manage it's more manageable numbers, I think. Yeah. Than before. I don't know if that's the case in the U.S. I think it's fairly consistent. But yeah, fair enough. I haven't uh, I haven't looked at it closely. In yeah, I remember this past month because I've just been kind of trying to take my mind off it. I guess. Yes. Um, I decided since the second, like we, um, of course, after the whole thing, we've gone. They've had to make a new tier to keep us in. Um, so since going into tier four, I've been che- I've been following the news again and checking the the weekly numbers and stuff like that. Ah. Um, uh, yeah, and it, it, it's yeah, it's just I don't get how people just don't. I don't know, and for the most part, it it feels like it should be common sense, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, like if just, yeah, but yeah, no, I don't know. But yeah, I, I'm worried that people are gonna once some people in the U.S. start getting vaccinated, it's like people are gonna have a similar reaction to what they had in the summer of like, oh, it's it's over now, we can all go back yes. to normal. And that's the thing is that and it's like the lockdown went until the numbers started just barely declining and it's like that's not how it should work i feel like you should go and lock down until it's all over and because then because because even if it's the numbers are lower they're still circulating cases and that means now and and just all that stuff and people are saying i've heard i say people i've heard a couple of people say that lockdowns don't work but it's like they do but if you pay it like follow them and the government follows through with them. Yeah, people they in should. the U.S. people in the U.S. keep saying like, a "Lockdowns don't work" or "Masks don't work," and it's like, because no, it, it's it's entirely it. dependent on compliance. If yeah, fifty percent of the population is not wearing a mask because their president and, doesn't wear a mask, then yeah, the masks aren't going to do a whole lot, you know? Yeah, uh, and as well, it's <laughs> like I also find this the thing really weird of just. When regulations open up, people started go like, but it's just one of those things. Just like, just because you can doesn't mean you should. Like, I just feel like a lot of common sense was lost, and like people just kind of obviously, it's a it's a it's a two side. I guess it's a very two sided coin. I guess because in one case you should listen to the government because their regulations and rules are probably correct because they're backed with like science. But at the same time, you should like, like people don't really take their own discretion with these things. Mm-hmm. I think that's the thing, and a lot of people just kind of go along with whatever the government says and don't really think for themselves. Or when they think for themselves, it's the the the, the in the bad way. <laughs> like I just, I don't know. It's yeah. it's just mind-bogglingly crazy. I just know, like, some estimates I saw were saying that, like, maybe by the end of January there have 30 million uh, vaccines in the U.S., mm. uh, but there's, like, 50 million uh, healthcare workers that are first in line before you even get to the nursing homes, right. so... And what the... Like, the amount of effect that's going to have on the general population is, like practically yeah, zero and like considering 
Like, considering the population of the US is what, like a, quarter, a third of a billion ish. So, like, give it six months and maybe see how the rollout is doing. But, like, yeah, just because some, like, you know, the vice president gets a vaccination doesn't mean like, oh, we're all good now. Yeah, <laughs> nothing can hurt us anymore. It's like, n- n- no, <laughs> it's not gonna be and it's just... available uh, for yeah quite a while. So, and there's people who saying that just they just won't get the vaccine, and it's like, uh, but I don't like. I mean, uh, I, I don't know. I feel like I I will like. Obviously, it's gonna take me a, a, a long while until I'm offered it. Yeah, but I feel like I will once because uh, I uh, when was my last vaccine? Uh, a couple years back, but I, it's not that bad. Um, I didn't really think much of it. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. And I, there's a there's... there's a general distrust of vaccines, and yes, um, some of that anti-vax is group. Yeah, some of that is rooted in in real concerns, but I think um, you also have to realize like people don't get smallpox anymore. That's yeah. a pretty good thing. Uh, yeah. You know, we are very close to eradicating polio. It's yeah. like that vaccines have historically been very like useful in these situations is... and yeah. not to mention like as we were talking about like you're probably last in line so if there was some sort of health concern of like oh the vaccine you know has this by bad the time side it effect it's like by, by the time, time it it even matter. you have the opportunity to get it so many other people are going to have gotten it and like you know, unless it's like a year after you get the vaccine, it activates the zombie virus or whatever. Which, yeah, uh, which yeah, you know, and I don't. That would I be that would be interesting, but unless it's something weird like long term, uh, I just don't see yeah. it as like being a real concern for for average yeah. person. If you were a doctor or someone who's like going to get one of the first vaccines and you had a legitimate reason for concern. It's like fair right. enough, but, but they do do uh, trials and stuff. I was going to so. say, and I think like a medical profession, like vaccines are such like, they're not just banging rocks together. Evan put something in a vial after six months. Like it's <laughs> the, the, the process of proving like getting any medical study or anything uh, official is, lengthy and like of course sometimes there are errors but i think just as as long as there is a human in the system there will be an error but there are so many precautions in the way and so many different tests and uh like studies and research done into it that the chances that there like there is an effect is so inconceivable that i don't think mm-hmm. um like there's there's just such a, a distrust of like yeah all information, especially I think in the U.S. Yeah, uh, it that's impression that mentality that's worse is here. Weirdly leaking over here. Yeah, um, of just distrusting science, which I just don't. I don't know. Um, analyze like a lot of uh, a few people like I know science, who just statistics, like any sort of like hard fact, even yes. like <laughs> people being quoted as saying something at a certain location or whatever it is like 
you can have a video of them saying it and people will still be like no they didn't say that or like no that's out of context and it's like yes it's just there's sort of a disconnect from reality i think yeah and so in that situation it's hard to to try and convince anyone with like oh well there's yeah. all these Cause... clinical trials that have been done here's all the data and this is why this thing is safe and it's like if someone's not believing any of those things are legitimate then yeah and they become kind of meaningless and yeah and like and it's it's always one of those things of just like um i forgot what it's does it have a, i think I'm, I'm not sure if there's a certain name i was trying to remember this the other day because i was looking up stuff about arguments but you they, no matter what you argue they can always just say like even if you show them the data they, they'll go like oh but that was just manufactured by big whatever big farmer and it's like no but the um a big farmer big of just this seven foot tall hunk of a man walking (laughs) on the fields um (laughs) or you know and it's just like it's it's just so ridiculous just a general distrust of some and i think also this maybe correlates with uh it seems like nowadays there's a general disinterest in younger or like not like just people in general with science um like uh i saw like i saw this interesting thing with just like that in the past two decades there was a about past 33 decades um not past 33 the past 30 years um there has been a big uh a large amount of like programmers and stuff like that um but because the things they made because it was harder to get those things back in the day it now means that there's no people now who are getting into like uh programming and uh development because of that because now we are at a point where we actually they were in demand for programmers and stuff like that but um how do i put this but because because there is uh people aren't teaching themselves because they're trying to fix their own problem and stuff like that it it means that there's a, a big lack of them because now that like instead of a kid coming up with an idea and like making their own game in their bedroom there's probably now a game that has the thing they want from it um and no it's 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 weird um, oh i see i see what you're saying yeah yeah so it's like the because... um the idea people have sometimes where they're like oh well I can't like become successful on YouTube because everyone already has like there's all these these old channels that already have the market and there's yes. no room for this type of video because there's already someone with millions of subscribers who makes yeah. this type of video. So it's the same sort of thing you're saying with um with programming where it's like nobody's like, "Oh, I'm going to make a social media website." And it's yeah. gonna be way more popular than Facebook. They're just or, be like, oh well, Facebook exists or Twitter exists. Yeah. Or there's no so one I don't like, need to make oh, that. the way that um, inter- interacting with computers is really difficult, so I'm gonna program my own operating system. Right. But now everyone either uses Windows, uh, OS X, or just so it's not that there's Linux. You're not saying that there's a lack of uh, programmers. It's more that there's a lack of there's a lack um, of new pro like in the next like fifteen years we might see 
um, there won't be like a new wave of programs yeah. because just there's a general lack of interest in it because yeah. everything. Uh, well, and I think I think some of that is related to like anti-competitive stuff where a lot of people that do still try and create startups in that sort of area um, because they're like, oh, I can make this thing, but it's it's not really. Their plan is never to be competitive with the thing. It, their plan is more yeah. to be acquired to be... by a larger company. So yeah. It's like, I can make this proof of concept and then Google can buy it and I can be rich. You know? Yeah. There's no sense of striving for more. Um, and I think as well, like, uh, yeah, just like there's a general lack of. Like, um, which I'm fairly surprised about. There's just like on the whole, the general population doesn't seem to be that interested in like, the sciences. Um, and they're more likely to believe something they found online, instead of like researching their own stuff, and like, finding it from directly from like, a source from a professional. Um, well, there's certain um, there's certain tactics that can be used with like false information that can make it more more appealing a lot of times it's yes. more en- enraging it, yeah or making it more consumable like the reality and like the numbers and the science is kind of boring yeah and like not very clickbaity and yeah, so because... making it like enrage inducing can can really uh catch people's attention because yeah. a lot of I mean, a lot of scientific research is just big, like, just papers that are worded with very technical language uh, that don't, like, obviously they don't just, like, take time to mm-hmm. break and down. And there like, are people who can break those down and, and that's what I mean. that's, them in an understandable way. There's, like, edut- like, edutainment, stuff like that. that like, yeah. all of that is very good, but it's vastly outweighed by just how, like, yeah, and like what you said, like people making it enraging or like and tapping into some weird emotional aspect of it. Yeah. Um, and it gets weird, like it gets to a point of just, I guess, like commercializing science in a way that's, mm-hmm. that's not really meant to be dealt with. That's a lot of it, what like media and like marketing has become really. Yeah. It's just, it's just emotional manipulation of like, oh, if we word it this way or we say that this is the cause regardless of reality yeah that a lot of it is uh trigger uh an emotional response from this demographic of people um and so yes that gets more engagement and gets more ultimately more money yeah and there's a lot of different like fallacy of uh correlation is causation and a lot of like it it's overly conclusive in some ways and divisive. Um, yeah, that's an interesting point too, where I think sometimes science is sort of like shooting itself in the foot by trying to be like absolute about everything. Yes. Where I um, think there needs to be a lot more like, this is what the research is telling us at the time. This is yeah what it looks like. This is because that's, reality of science is like we have all this data the data kind of implies that this might be the case but if we find out later with more data that it's not 
then that's what we find out, you know? And yeah. I think there's a lot of, there was some interview with, uh, Dr. Fauci where he was like quoted as saying like masks don't work or whatever. And there is, there's a lot of debate about like why he was saying that the, at the time, whether it was yeah, because like there that. was a, a limited supply and yes. he was trying to reserve them for, or whatever. But the point is like people who want to discredit him will point at that quote over and over again. And they'll be like, Oh look, he doesn't know what he's talking about. He's, he's completely wrong. And yeah. it's like, because someone said something at some point makes everything they say in the future incorrect. Like, yes, that's not how science works. Um, that's not. And also, I feel like that's. Also and, just... and I think a lot of scientists will do that where they say like, this is the way things are. And it's like, yeah, you, you hear it a lot with climate change too, where it's like, you really need to build some flexibility into your language of like, yeah, this is the data sometimes... we have. Sometimes you mention like, oh, well, if climate change progress, uh, climate change progresses, northern Europe will get colder. And they're like, oh, but I thought it was global warming. It's like, no, but that's why it's an important thing to like. I, I remember my geography teacher was talking about this. It's a, a, it's a, it's an important thing to address it as climate change because, of course, the Earth isn't just like uh, isn't a universal thing. Like, of course, different areas will be affected differently by the same thing. Um, yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a, and I think uh, sort of a marketing like, fail on the part of science of like global warming was the yes. big term that they went with for a while, and that's they, that's a similar thing where it's like they can't tell you in a very like matter of fact fashion like the Earth yes. is going to get warmer and then it gets colder one year and everyone can point at it and go ha ha global warming it's like. If they weren't so full of themselves when they were telling you it was going to get warmer, and they yeah. just said, "Like it's going to get bad," you know, yeah, just... then <laughs> they can be a little bit more flexible. And also, like if they say one thing and then find out it's something else, yeah, you know, people should be more accepting of that because that's how. That's just yeah. That's just how with, the world works, you know. Like with the examples we gave, like especially with biochemistry and um, uh, what's the word I was thinking of? Uh, like uh, geography. Okay, well, like uh, environmental climate science. Yeah, science, environmental yeah. science of just how the human body is very like, is or like the biology of most creatures is incredibly complex. Um, and that's why, like, drug trials are very long and tedious, like, the double blind and everything like that, because even right. your perception of a drug can change its effects on your body, which is just nuts. Uh, uh, and yeah. like, and it's really hard to say, but, like, people need to realize that it's, it's not... It's not concrete. Uh, yeah, it's like, they can do a lot of trials, and they can say, this is how it is and then they can do more trials and say you know oh we were wrong but they yeah. need to i think i think it would be easier for people to accept information if the people communicating the information were yeah. more admitting of their 
of their faults and of like the times when they're wrong. Cause it's like, if you're yes. having a one-on-one conversation with another human and it's like, Oh, I used to think this, but then I realized that I was kind of dumb when I was a kid. And now I realize that this is actually yeah. like uh, that people, people will get that and people will relate to that. But when you're like, this is the absolute truth. And then like, you know, five years later, you're like, actually, this is really bad for you. You should probably stop smoking. It's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was kind of, then you then you just don't believe anything they say for the rest of your life. Cause you're like, well, yeah. <laughs> you know, they're not, yes, they're not being honest. Um, yeah. yeah. So and uh, I think, yeah, 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 <laughs> <laughs> that was, uh, that was one, 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 one note. Cool. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so, a, so a um, second stimulus got passed finally. Yes, I, uh, um, I, I don't know that. how much you keep up with the the US. Um, uh, not that much, but that stuff. was able to I was able to get through just because uh, there was memes about it on a uh, online. So uh, I got wind of it. Yeah, they. I'll try not to get into another full-blown rant, but they, uh... Right. I'm not happy with any of the established party leaders uh, on either side. It's really unacceptable that it took this long to get anything passed. Um, Yes, of course. This is supposed to be an emergency situation where they need to pass aid on to people that they're supposed to be representing, and they just went back and forth playing their little political games. And I think uh, in some cases, like if you think about all the people that have, you know, been kicked out of their homes or like couldn't pay for medical bills or, you know, couldn't pay for food. Right. A fair number of people have been committing suicide. And and you think like, yes, yeah, a lot of these problems could have been relieved. Uh, like, how many months? Like nine months, six months? Like mm. they just been arguing back and forth. Yeah, uh, I honestly, I feel like the party leaders should almost be not only removed from their offices, but like criminally charged for neglect. Yes. Uh, yeah. Like uh, this is like the grossest example of the problems with the American political system in right, yeah. a while. Um, but yeah, there was originally on the compromise deal, there wasn't going to be direct cash relief. Um, and some people uh, complained about that and it, they ended up throwing it in last minute, but it's right. uh, half the level that the the first stimulus was um and which is not really enough and also like way way later than this should have been passed but uh i guess it's better than nothing like they could have yeah. just done nothing yeah that would so, have been awful <laughs> yay so it's slightly less awful than the worst case scenario yeah <laughs> It's just like, I don't know. It, 
you can see some examples in other countries where I think Canada's been like basically paying people to stay home because um, that's what they want them yeah. to do. And the U.S. is just like not doing any of that. Right, yeah. That's not even really on the table. Like they're arguing back and forth about like what businesses to bail out. <laughs> and it's like <laughs> screw the people. Yes. But, um, so yeah, season three, Menti Boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, we joked about this being a geopolitical, uh, socioeconomic podcast, but, uh, <laughs> here we are. You've mentioned. I don't know, maybe we're scaring off what little audience we have. I guess let us, yeah. let us know if you want to hear me rant more. Like, I certainly <laughs> could. We could spin off a podcast. Was that, was actually the, yeah. Um, but yeah, um, well, speaking of money and American corporations, yes, let's, let's run through these. Sorry. Uh, Elon Musk is a, well, actually a lot of these have stuff. So Elon Musk, yes, he, his net worth quadrupled over lockdown, wasn't it? Well, and... uh, something, maybe more than quadrupled, uh, we mentioned it. I put this in here because we mentioned it last episode. Yes. Um. But I believe it's continued to go up since then. Oh my god. Um. And maybe I I I heard wrong, but I I thought I heard he passed Bezos briefly. Maybe not. Though. He's passed Gates. Yeah. Um. Yeah. One hundred fifty-three point five billion US dollars. Still. Uh, about thirty billion below Bezos. Okay. Uh, another bit of follow up. <laughs> We're still in the follow up section. Yes. Uh, I know what to say. We talked about um, Apple versus Epic Games, or Epic Games versus Apple, I suppose. Yes. Yeah. The, oh, yeah. That was it. The one doing the suing first. I don't know. Yes. Um, no, really good result for for epic but um as of yet but uh apple did change their um did you hear about this i don't think no i haven't okay they changed their um their cut they take from app developers for developers that make less than a million dollars a year so basically apple was taking 30 percent of the revenue Right. Um, from just apps on their platform in general. But right. they uh, decided to only take 15% if you are a small app developer. Like, like an indie studio, yeah. Yeah, that makes less than a million. Um, I don't know exactly how that works for for edge cases, like... If you make you exactly a million dollars, nine hundred ninety-nine, <laughs> then yeah. you get the do you get the thirty percent? Is it based on how much you made last year, or how much? Or like in total, or but then that has taken a lot of other things into account as well. Like how much did was that spent on what? I guess because it um. if you make nine hundred thousand, 
and they're like, okay, we're only going to charge you 15%, so you make 15% more than you would have made. Yes. Then you would be over the the million. The threshold, so then they... So then they are like, never mind, we're going to charge you 30%. So every other year... So then you're below the... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, every other year you... Right, if they do it based on the previous year, then you would be alternating... Yeah, which would be kind of funny, but yes. Well, regardless, sure. ah, it's um, they're kind of like screw you, Epic. You still have to pay thirty percent, um, because you know, right. like Fortnite's making more than a million dollars. Yes, it's, um, it's making a, a lot more than a million dollars. I but, I don't have the numbers up in front of me, but I can tell you that for free. <laughs> but hey, if you want to go into app development. Uh, now's now's a good time. Yeah, as we, we were saying earlier, there's not enough uh, app developers, but now uh, you can get fifteen percent more money on the App Store. Yeah, I've been making mention of this since the the, the conception of this podcast. Um, but I actually have a actual project project in development after three years of empty promises. <laughs> Wobbles channel. Yes. Yeah, on the on the the Wabbles channel. Uh, that uh, yeah. Um, so I'm I, I'm working on the first draft of a of a, a script to a video that will. Uh, I don't know how long it will take. Probably a lot longer than any estimate I could give. Um, so it'll probably come out after this episode. Yes, you think? it'll it'll come out after this episode. Um, okay, but it is in the works right now. Um, gotcha. Yeah. So I thought I'd, I'd add that in, um, because, uh, yeah, it's it's been a long time coming. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, just, um, but yeah. Sort of, speaking of things that are a long time coming, mm-hmm. um, we listened back to that, um, I know you mentioned you, you listened back to that uh, previous New Year's episode. Yes. As well. Um, kind of weird, considering that was a year ago-ish. Pre-corona. Yeah. Um. Mm. Is this, uh... We sounded so optimistic back then, so, uh... Oh, man, I... Look, I don't know what happened to my voice. It was higher. I can't tell if that was actually my voice or if I changed my microphone settings in the past year. But I guess I listened to it at a faster speed, so I didn't notice. Uh, fair, enough, fair enough. But uh, you were you were a chipmunk back then. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's probably weird hearing my voice in real time now. <laughs> yeah, stop talking so slowly. <laughs> yeah. Um. What? Yeah, we can talk, should we talk about resolutions now then. Um, yes. Oh right, I was going to say the one thing. I feel like a lot of like th- that. Uh, a lot of twenty twenty was unpredictable. Yes. Um, um, the one thing that was mentioned in the um, in the New Year's episode that I think uh, that we did kind of predict or at least i mentioned in the episode was um animal crossing being popular 
Yeah. Because uh, in the... Yeah, in last year's New Year's episode, I was, like, really looking forward to that new Animal Crossing game that's supposedly going to come out at some point. They keep pushing yeah. it back, and then it's like, yeah, it came out. Did It did okay. It, it uh, did, it did. And I was, like, I just remember predictions of it. It was, it was either going to be, like, a crappy spin-off or uh, just an Animal Crossing game that we would hate, but it was allegedly neither. Yeah. So... No, I think That's it's good. Uh, it's pretty solid, pretty yeah. solid Animal Crossing game, and uh, yeah, little did we know that at that time that it was going to be sort of a perfect storm of people Everyone stuck indoors, inside. yeah, longing for like some sort of escape. <laughs> yes, that need to spend a lot of time do farming things, yeah, <laughs> catching butterflies, butterflies. Um, but yeah, um, so yes, it is a, it is a, a New Year's episode. Um, so of course we said things years ago, a year ago, um, and, uh, I guess we, we checked in the, in on them over the year. Um, but I guess this will be our, our, our final reflection of 2020 of our res- resolutions. Um, uh, so, um. Yeah. So, what, whatever, what have from what you've said last year, that have you stuck with and uh, agree with? I will pull up this little list I have. But before Ooh. we get to our New Year's resolutions, I'm gonna plug in my laptop because ah. I just realized it's not been plugged in this whole time, and uh, that could be bad. I'll take a big sip of my drink because I've been taking all baby sips, which doesn't really do much. <laughs> Alrighty. It is pretty alright tea. Yeah, my tea was a bit... I didn't brew up long enough. So it was a bit upsetting. Um, so yes. Wait, are we back? I think we're back. Okay, we're back. Okay, cool. So yes, resolutions. How? So from what, what from last year... From your uh, young year, year uh, scar from a year ago, with a, a twinkle of glibber in your eye, a t- twinkle of hope in your eye, <laughs> twinkle of light. <laughs> <sighs> well, I have four things listed that I wrote down while listening to the previous episode. So, all right, um, those four things were reading. Productivity, yep. yep. Job question mark, uh-huh. and uh, weight. Yeah, uh, mine were the same. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, how about how? Where to start? Um, <laughs> well, I'd say we talked about the weight thing in yes uh, previous episodes. It's like, and there were. There were details to my life that I talked about that aren't strictly applicable anymore. Um, Yes. Yeah. I'd say, Um, as a whole, that one could be considered a success for both of us, or... Yes, definitely. I think... Yeah, I think we feel better about it. We feel better about that. a little bit of weight. Yeah. um, Almost too quickly. I don't know what that was about. Right. But I'm, like, Um, the correct 
wait now and not yes uh um overly scrawny so and i've been making sure i've been eating healthy and making sure i go out if i feel like i haven't done any exercise for a while which uh i mean has been helped by this uh second lockdown over christmas but i mean um so if this was an exam i'd say we have uh 25 percent so far yes so yeah so that's like a new failing grade failing grade (laughs) yeah um in our new fancy system that would be a two uh which is a yeah still as a failing grade i mean to be fair it is impressively difficult to fail in our exams but i'll I'll get to that in a bit a sec um it's your new system zero to eight uh one to nine one to nine uh and then of course so but it's interesting for i'll talk about it when we get to productivity um sure it's a (laughs) related thing but yes so yeah weight and general health and well-being that is we did a well a good yeah um, um job became kind of impossible as yeah quarantine kind of took over everything uh, but um the beginning of next year uh, i will be dog sitting and that will get me a bit of money so you know i think i count i count um, that as yeah i recently have been doing a little bit of work for my sister's uh business all right so that's at least something uh i'll get like five percent for that yeah i'll I'll count that as yeah count that as a half a half a success i'll i'll count mine as a a quarter success because it's technically not gonna happen until like well 5th of january i think like beginning of next year um yeah but i sorted it out this year um so yeah um reading uh i haven't since it's not actually new year and really i'm kind of giving myself for, on the reading until what did you say it's it's the seventh day of christmas i'll give myself till the yet the 12th day of christmas ah okay yeah um 12 drama drumming yeah yeah uh i feel like uh but I'll say I haven't like failed. Like I've started. Oh, recently, um, I've started reading. Uh, but I'll get to that in a bit. Um, get drawn in the show. But I mean, um, I think to be fair, I've done an alright job at reading. Um, I feel like I definitely have failed it, but I'm starting to appreciate it more now. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and as we'll mention later, there are. I'll start reading more i think um yeah i mean i i've sort of had the same reading goal for the past like four years right um i would say this is the first year where i think i I, there's a chance i actually have succeeded i've certainly read substantially more this year than i have uh i probably read more this year than i i did the other whatever three years combined that I right. technically had this as my goal. <laughs> so um I I'll count that as a full twenty five percent. Um although right. the the as I said, the final tally as far as I'm concerned for how much I read in the year we'll uh, won't end till yeah. So yeah. And it's not even right. 
as we alluded to earlier, it's not even the really New Year's yet. So hopefully I can yeah. at least finish the book it's, that I'm on. It's the minus third day of Christmas. <laughs> it will be a little disappointing that I didn't get all the way through a series of unfortunate events. Uh, yeah, um, that's... I've got like two and a half books left currently, so I see yeah. it as kind of unlikely that I will finish that by the end of the year. But finish I mean... that by the end of the year, but maybe if I really uh, focus on it, knuckle down. Yeah. So that leads us to productivity. Yes. Yeah, I saved that um, one for last because I felt like it's probably the broadest in a way. Yes. Um, and for us, it means kind of different things uh yeah um so for me so yeah um i was a bit more specific in saying that i wanted to start a new podcast which yes. i did not do so that's a zero <laughs> yeah i said with my own personal projects which i am yes i'm starting now but i feel like on the broadness of productivity i think my schoolwork uh, I've started putting a lot more. Yeah, I feel like I've gotten a lot more productive with my schoolwork. Um, and over this exam period, we have our mock exams. Had our mock exams a couple of weeks ago, and I'm really proud of myself with like what I got. Um, and I feel like that was a. And I was still, I am still fairly not that productive, but I'm proud of what I got considering how much work I put in. And I, which is nice because I know I can do better which is always nice when you get a grade you're proud of but you know you can get further you can strive for more um so yeah it's it's stuff like that um that i feel like i did good with this year um so yeah so there's the the grading system that we kind of um how was i gonna bring that up oh yeah so i got mainly um oh i don't sound like i'm bragging but uh, i'll just say i got i got on the higher end of the mark spectrum which i'm fairly proud of um and we've predicted grades they're still on the up as well um which means i think i can apply to the places i want to go to for sixth form so yeah that's exciting Mm. um yeah i was wondering about that because you were last uh episode you were talking about your your mocks yes and we got good news in the middle that they don't matter as much as they would have um because the government have confirmed that no matter what, the GCSEs are going ahead. Um, I kind of felt like that might be the case, but... Um, yes. Um, but it's I good to get that want... confirmed. Yeah. You were... And last year they had all of that debacle with dealing with... Um, just It was all, it was a mess last year with uh, yeah. re- re- uh, applications and... Yeah, um, when we spoke last, like it sounded like you were really in, in limbo as far as all that is concerned. Of like yes. Not knowing what counts and like what your school life is even going to be like so yeah but now there's a lot more confirmation um about it which is very nice um and that does make me feel a lot better about some of my grades uh like uh my worst grade was probably chemistry which i mean it's still it was still a pretty all right grade but i just know like my 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 chemistry teacher is also my physics teacher um and he was like what happened with chemistry because he knows that like I'm not an idiot. Um, so, like, if my other science marks were low, he would just be like, oh, well, of course, that's just how he's scoring. But he was like, he like he he, he asked me, like, what was up with chemistry? And I was like, I have honestly no clue. Um, and I think it's just a subject, like, genuine. I, I, I think I'm all right with it, just I 
when I revised it and was going over stuff, but I think I, I revised the wrong part, or not the wrong parts, but like the wrong aspects of certain things. Um, and like sure. details I thought were important weren't, and the details I thought weren't important were. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I probably wouldn't need to know that for the exam, and then it was on the exam. But now you know, um, and for the real exam, you can like. Yes, and we haven't already. fully finished the physics and chemistry courses either. Um, but you know, for the most part, I think I know where I can. Like, oh, well, I I went through the paper and was looking at the mark scheme and stuff like that, and I know where I can improve and stuff. So it's it was my most iffy mark, but it's the most like I know that it's not like. I'm doomed. I know where I can improve, which is nice. Um, and it was good. For, it was nice for maths because I think uh, my maths teacher said to me that like I I I'm very good at the long questions. That really, um, like I'm very my mind is very good at mapping all that out and keeping numbers and all that like doing very long form questions. Like as my forte, but it was just I would look back and I would just make such small dumb mistakes on the tiny questions. Um, and that's like she just said. You just need to work on the basics because you focus too much on the the uh, the complex. Um, Jimmy is fair enough, and I think I. And what they said about A level maths is that sure, the past the grade to get into A level maths is a level seven, um, but really, realistically, you should only be considering it if you can get level eights, um, because it's it is notoriously difficult. Um, but I think I can, yeah, I think I'll be able to do that because um, for A-levels I want to do mass physics and economics, which I've had warning of because, well, it's obviously they, they uh, it's a sensible thing, but because what happened was because of COVID um, last year, they got their exams cancelled. Um, so what happened was a lot of people just got, um, with four-tier schools where they have a secondary school and a sixth form, a lot of the year 11s just got moved up to the sixth form and just accepted them if they applied, um, which a lot of them did because that's just the easier option. So I was warned that I might not have that as an option just because there might be a large influx of those people doing that thing. But I think mm-hmm. I should be fine. And I, it's not like I have other alternatives. I might do geography instead of economics or like psychology, maybe. Um, or I'll, I'll see. But yeah. Um, so I think I definitely did a, a good this year for productivity and uh, getting my stuff together for schoolwork and school life um yeah i mean that's like it's your main thing right now so it's yes, as long as it's, that is staying as long as that is afloat clean. uh and um yeah and I, and I feel like uh i did fairly well considering that i have at the time i was under like it just because i i'm proud of myself as well just because it was a fairly stressful time for a numerous reasons mm-hmm. and um, then on, on top of that you have a uh wobbles channel production yes well I'm, i've only started uh, work on that because you know i have nothing else to do um yeah so i'm making sure in this christmas break i'm gonna crack down to get for the all of it even as school starts i'll be able I'll, of course the production will slow down but i'll still be able to get consistent work on it because mm-hmm. the majority has been done um so like uh, it sounds like this might be a multi-video project or um or a single video it's a single video but it's i, I really want to take my time with it okay. um and it 
it might turn into a multi-video, but not kind of. I don't know. It'll, 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 uh, <laughs> you don't have to. Yeah. You don't have to reveal anything. It's yeah, just cool. this. Okay. Yeah. Uh, teaser for the the audience. Yes. Um, Go subscribe to Wobbles. Yeah. YouTube slash Wobbles. Yeah. Go. But it might be youtube.com slash wobbles c slash slash c slash wobbles slash youtube slash uh, wobbles slash c wobbles hundred years wobbles dot com slash wobbles forever yeah <laughs> um but yes dot <laughs> io dot co dot uk dot gov dot eu dot ir <laughs> dot us forward slash <laughs> forward slash uh, yeah. wobbles <laughs> backslash www66 dot net dot gov dot uk um yeah uh <laughs> yeah so if you go to that link um then you'll uh, you'll find my channel, um, and maybe in the next couple months you'll see a video. This podcast was not brought to you by Mint Mobile. No, uh, it was not. But it could be. Get in maybe. touch, Ryan Reynolds. Please get in touch. You never, I like you never call it was, me anymore. What's? It was a funny. It was a funny movie. What's with that? You know, uh, what's another world? Uh, no, Deadpool's the most recent Ryan Reynolds movie I've seen. I would love um, for this podcast to be sponsored by Deadpool. Uh, yeah, and by would that we, I mean I don't think I don't think having Deadpool as a as the face of our podcast would be good. So would it not be on brand? I well, it may be on brand possibly, but I just don't. You know, just what he stands for wouldn't exactly. I don't think I'd, I my morals exactly align with that. Hmm. 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 Yeah. What about Deadpool's uh, phone company? I guess, sure, his phone company would be fine. Okay. Um, what's, a, what's another Ryan Reynolds movie? Uh, I'm sure they exist. I'm sure they exist. I'm sure they do. I will... For the most part, I can only think of Deadpool. Yeah. What else is he... We're going to have to cut this part. His, his ego can't oh, yeah. take it. He'll be like... He'd be done. He'd be like, I was going to sponsor them, but they didn't know a single one of my movies that weren't Deadpool. Other than Deadpool, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Deadpool 2. Do you think that counts? Uh, no. No, that doesn't count. Sorry, I, I, I suddenly was like, wait, I do know one. What was that one? And then I, one I didn't, with Ryan I, then I didn't know it. it. Um, He's like a lawyer. He's a lawyer, and there's this, like... There's this lady who has lots of money or paintings. There's paintings in it. That's a movie. Uh, um, anyway, I'm not going to be bothered to look up Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, wait, I, I, I just like, we can look up <laughs> Ryan Reynolds movies if we really wanted to, but we're not because, yeah. Anyway, moving on to the main show. <laughs> oh no, the article even. The featured article. 
Well, you were uh, you, you put this in, so uh, I'll let you, uh, I'll let you take the stage here. Sure. Yeah, this is just something I came across uh, randomly, which I thought was uh, I don't know. It felt it felt very minty voice to me, and so even yes. though we're taking a break from the the podcast every every now and then, I come across a thing, and I'm like, this feels like something we would talk about. Yeah, right. And so I just set it aside, and here we are. Here we are. But yes. 14 colonial-era slang terms to work into modern conversation. <laughs> Though, to be fair, the, the intro paragraph says 15. Does it? Yeah. Here are 15 slang words that were recorded in and around this period. You have a, a talent for identifying the um, obscure typos in whatever article I send you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the URL and the and the title both say 14, but and here the in list the first paragraph. 14. Are there actually 14 or are there 15? There are actually 14. It stops after There 14. are actually 14. So it's just a typo in that first paragraph. Yeah. Well, uh... It was probably originally going to be 15 and then they they for whatever reason, decide to just make it 14 maybe, and they forgot to go back and edit that. Or maybe it was just like one was incredibly racist and they had to cut it. <laughs> they were, it's like, oh, no, someone look, reviewing uh, the article last minute was like, let's not encourage Joe, people to bring this one back. Yeah, Joe, <laughs> just come on, man. You know what? You're better than this. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, it was it was interesting. You know, they have a kedge that to do well or doing well i'm Kedge. pretty kedge it, yeah so yeah. like how are you doing wobbles um yeah, pretty kedge you know it's, it's all kedge here you know? yeah kedge town usa population me So what was a uh, oh wait it's reminding me of it reminds me I don't know why it just reminds me how in French how you can reply to how are you with just uh, with ça va so if someone says ça va you can just say ça va in return yeah that, that is I always I'm thought right. that was weird um, yeah it just it just I don't know it just reminded me of that of just like a a weird a weird way of replying to someone's that. like how are you and you're like how are you <laughs> yeah um. I think it's just accepting that that neither person in this exchange actually cares or wants to have a discussion about each other's well-being and that they're just yeah. like saying it to be polite. It's like Yeah, like I think it's just like um like saying savage is just kind of like an acknowledgement that the other person says it without actually giving an answer. Yeah. Um but yes. Whereas in in English we just say good. And yeah, say no more. It carries the exact same meaning. <laughs> um, are you actually good? No, no, terrible. Yeah. But how are you? Good. Yeah, me too. Yeah, good. I think I've had a moment where just I said, "Oh yeah, I'm good." And it's like, what? Why am I? No, I'm I actually. Why did I say that? No, I'm actually feeling really bad. It's like <laughs> <laughs> you're like, hang on, I need to amend like, my no, statement. I, I, I literally came here to tell you that I wasn't feeling good. Why did I say? <laughs> yeah, you sit down. Um, you're like your therapist, and they're like, "How are you?" And you're like, "Oh, good. Oh, I'm actually, I'm good. You know, okay, get out." 
Jam to my father. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. That would be four hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah. Um, interesting. Uh, uh, so number two, I guess we're alternate here. Um, uh, yeah, sure. Unless you have more to say about Kedge. Uh, no, it's pretty Kedge. It's all Kedge. Kedgy. Uh, <laughs> just catching. Um, number two, cat's paw, or to be made a cat's paw out of, uh, is to be duped or used as a tool. Yes. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah. Like, uh... Um, so it's like, it's kind of like a fool. Mm. Being made a fool of cat's, yeah. cat's paw. Yeah, or well, I guess more so, like, I guess to be used as a, so, like, um, used as, like, a, a pawn in a, a, a social setting. Uh, um, yeah, be, like, manipulated or, like, a pawn. Yeah, or, like, a, yeah. like, that, like, when you go, like, if this, I mean, I've never done this personally, but, like, I hit, like, when people do this thing where, like, if someone, their friend is talking to their crush, they'll use going up to their friend to be able to talk to their crush, um. I guess that kind of that's also similar. Um, mm. Cat's paw, because it's just like a. I find uh, that that seems like harder to work into. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say it doesn't conversation that doesn't come up. I don't, well, it doesn't really roll off the tongue, and it also doesn't come up very often. Whereas it doesn't kedge, come up as often. Kedge, yeah, whereas kedge like hedge. Yeah, but cat's yeah. paw. I mean, yeah, it's very situational. And because of, I feel like the definition, may, like, maybe might be a bit too vague, because, like, to be used as a tool, like, it, I don't know if it's, yeah, because you said to be made a fool of, which makes, yeah, but that could also have, like, yeah, the a very, like, a deeper implication of, like, No, I think you're right. I think it's more, like, to be, uh... Just to be used in a social situation from so- for someone else's gain. Yeah. Yeah. Like... Um. Like in the in the prequels, uh, uh, Palpatine made a real cat's paw out of Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know your typical uh, social situation. Yeah, of course. Uh, or yeah, you want to move us on to number three? Yeah, sure. Chuffy, uh, meaning to be uh, impolite or uh, unkind, I guess. Um. Yeah. If someone so... is short with you, tell them that they don't have to be so chuffy. <laughs> so it's just This sounds a... this sounds British to me. Yeah, that's what I cuz you know there's chuffed. That's a a British colloquialism meaning good or of good quality. Like, oh, I'm well chuffed. But that's that's different than But it's the the opposite this meaning is... of this. Okay. So someone who's a, a doo-doo head. Um, yeah? Mm, chuffy. What, yeah, why are you being so chuffy, man? I mean, of course, we, we mentioned last episode, I am the... I don't uh, know if we should invite Wobbles to the party. He's a bit chuffy. Yeah. Well, he says he's Kedge. He's not really. We all know he's not. <laughs> so he's walking around saying, Kedge this, Kedge that, but... And, man, you know... He's a real... See, I want to say he's a real chuff. Yeah, but that a real has a different meaning. Out of John the chuffy. other day, 
Yeah, he made he made a real uh, cat's paw of a John the other day just to talk to Jennifer. Oh, let's not get started on that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jennifer, God. Um, what is this next one? Scratch to scratch. crack something between your teeth. I mean, they're apparently vulgar terms sound like it was named after what yeah, it comes from the the the, the, the dutch word scranchen scranchen um yeah i mean that's interesting as well because i know there's a, a word for just eating and over here is scran hmm. um like a word for just eating food is yeah she or like scran it down or here's scran just yeah it's 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 like in a is it German I'm thinking of, where the word for food and the word for eating is the same? So you can scran on scran. Uh, so say, oh, uh, scr- like, uh, oh, the uh, the doorbell rang, that means scran is here. Or uh, we should go scran on some pizza. Speaking of eating. Uh, yeah. Oh, very clever. So, uh, was, was my go? Yeah. Uh, Gut foundered, gut founded, founder, gut foundered, gut foundered, gut founded, founded. Yes, meaning very hungry. It dates to sixteen forty-seven. It's from Newfoundland, huh? Uh, mm. Like when people say, yeah. "Like I'm starving." Yeah, or really, what they they should say is, "I'm gut, I'm gut foundered." Well, you know, I've picked up. I'm famished. I like the word famished. That's a, that's a good one. Yeah, or, I think that's a uh, yeah. Because it has, it still has that old timey quirk to it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Or another like uh, in a similar vein is flummoxed. That's a nice one. I think people will be more confused. I think famished. It's got the. It's got like an interesting feel while still maximizing understandability. Of it. Yeah, comprehensibility and yeah. such. I think that might be the problem with gut foundered. People I mean, it think has like gut in it, but people think you have some sort of like uh, problem. Yeah, it's like oh, you should see a doctor about that. Yes, it's like oh, I'm gut foundered. It's like oh, you're... yeah, you should, you should you want to get that checked up or? <laughs> I'm <know>. sorry. <laughs> like... <laughs> I'm sorry to hear. How old yeah. was she? Um, um, yeah, fishy. See, this this gets used a lot as like suspicious, but that's not what the uh, that's not what the um, yes the definition here is. Uh, I mean, like halfway through here, it's kind of late to mention this, but uh, I did realize after the fact this might have been a fun game to have. Uh, Wobbles try and guess what the words were. But, ah, that uh, would have been good. Yeah, but you already looked through it a little bit. Because um, yeah. I just sent you the link without thinking about it. Yes. Uh, but you know what, listeners? If you want to guess, you want to pause right now and guess what fishy is. Say it out loud. Yes. And then see how wrong you are. Good. Call someone up. Tell them the answer. Then hang up. Yeah. If you're listening with uh, with a friend, you know, you can both guess and can keep score uh yeah <laughs> always good to mention that in the middle of a uh, potential quiz 
Anyways, uh, uh, apparently fishy means drunk. Drunk? I'm not surprised, really. There's a lot of different words that mean drunk that you wouldn't really... Like, I like, uh, like jolly or hammered, smashed, pissed. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently Benjamin Franklin compiled 200 ways to say that you're drunk. Um, so. Uh, event that apparently comes from the drinker looks bleary eyes and turned down mouth uh, mouth corners make a drunk resemble a fish mm. uh, he's looking said, a bit fishy uh, Richard M Lederer Jr. said huh now here's another good uh, Ooh. colonial yeah. one macaroni Um, so, like, there's the classic, like, uh, Yankee Doodle. Went to town riding on a pony. Well, hang on. Maybe let's, a feather uh, let's... in his hat and called, called it, it macaroni. macaroni. Well, let's, uh, if, uh, for those at home, take, take your wildest guesses what macaroni means. If... Even in the context of him sticking a feather in his hat, uh... Yeah, as I said, I don't feel like that gives it away enough. Um, yeah, it doesn't necessarily. But uh, macaroni means fancy. It's quite interesting. Yeah, apparently it's specifically referring to like, like a particular um, men's fashion, flashy type of men's fashion at the time. Yes. Or it's like intentionally over the top. Yes. Uh. Twistical? Uh, please guess. Make your guesses now. Um. <laughs> was it? Oh, was just to say about macaroni as well. It's just. Um, I wonder if that's where the pasta name came from. It's like, oh, it looks fancy. It's like fancy pasta. It's a macaroni. <sighs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. Or maybe they're it's like. Maybe it's a name, a... or something. Yeah. Maybe that's, the, that's the, one that the, might require more research, but yeah. Um, well, anyway, it could be. There's two brothers. One of them makes fashion, and one of them the makes, macaroni brothers <laughs> makes pasta. <laughs> yeah, makes fashion. Anyway, Good old yes, macaroni the bros, <laughs> the macaroni brothers, the Italian duo. Anyway, number eight. Yes, that's you. Uh, Twistical. Which, yeah, um, apparently means unfair or immoral. Yes. It's, uh, I feel like it's not like as twisted, which just means like a bad person. To 1848's Dictionary of Americanism. I guess, yeah, it's like... Like mystical, but... Yes, twisted. Twisted. Yeah. Twistical in nature. It's, that's a good one. I feel like Twistical could come up. Yeah, it's pretty catch. Yeah, it's pretty catch. Um, Falling Macaroni as well, you know, with the whole... It's, uh, I don't know, it's got a... sounds sounds like a very uh, macaroni word, really. I do, yeah. I feel like... I don't know. I could see... could see some... Some Gen Z kids... Getting getting into some some macaroni fashion, I think that's uh, 
feels. Yeah. And I mean, if you're, yeah. feels possible. Yeah. Um, and it could also be, you know, used with uh, describing someone as chuffy. You know. Yeah, I think Chuffy would have a harder time uh, getting picked up again in um, in places where they used like well chuffed or whatever. Yes. So yeah, but Twister Chord just kind of has a a natural intuition behind it. Mm. Um, number nine. Now, this is a weird one, and I think a lot of people will get this: is savvy, savvé, or savvy. I think people might already know this, uh, but um, yeah, I've given enough time to answer. It uh, it it means to know or understand or and have an awareness of. Yeah, which I think I know is just used. Like, I think this I, is to... this is one that has come back already. Honestly, yeah, like if when it, people if talk like, left. "Oh, I'm not that, I'm not that tech savvy," or yeah, I'm not particularly uh. Liter- uh, savvy in literature um, I feel like I've heard this one passing a lot um, so we succeeded we did we've done this one that was it <laughs> bit, bit, yeah. you know I think savvy with like two V's is like definitely the yeah I haven't the I've, one that's caught on I don't I think recognize... you hear savvy very much that just yeah like a... I I think I vaguely have heard savvy and like obviously I think I've seen savvy just because people spell it differently um, yeah because yeah so I've seen those two different spellings of savvy so yeah uh, the next one Adam's ale ooh yeah actually I, I, you know the vintage at home might be able to get this I think I don't um I don't particularly like slang that involves apostrophe s's i think it's like it's too much yeah i think it's like the the cat's paw um, yes it's the bee's knees the bee's knees cat's meow it's like it's not like hedge yeah it's not it doesn't feel like a word it feels yeah, it like just, a, it's like an idiom it's like or... a expression or yeah like a yeah Adam's ale. I can't see myself saying that. Um, yeah, but well, I guess it's a uh, a water. So maybe it's something somebody in colonial times would say when they go to a bar and they just want water, but yeah. they want to they want to look cool. Give me a give me a I'll Adam's have a, ale. Yeah, I'll just have a, a straight Adam's ale. Huh. The bartender's just like poem. you could have just said water. Read it. Would you like to read out the poem? <laughs> You're not going to get fishy that way. Uh, no, no, you won't get fishy. Would you like to read out the poem? Sure. <clears throat> In reason's scale, his actions weighed. His spirit wanted, want no foreign aid. Long life in, is his. In vigour passes. A spring that never grew stale. Such virtue lies in Adam's ale. Hmm. Um, by uh, Philip Fren- Frenu, Frenu, Frenu. In yeah, jump uh, man. Uh, isn't yeah? I was gonna say it's the <laughs> second mention of a Philip in this episode. Um, um, that's interesting as well. Like how, like I feel like a lot of our qu- colloquialisms are sometimes based in like 
are based in books like TV and all that stuff as well. Um, Just shared like media. I mean, it's something that people can read separately or watch separately and then have sort of a shared experience with people they've never met. Yes. So it's like if you're going to make a reference to something or you're going to use an expression or something, it's like... Yeah. Like, if someone says, oh, that's really Jump the Shark, then you know what that means. Like... Yeah. Yeah. Or, uh... Like, if someone says, oh, it's a bit of a Catch-22, you are... But I think there are certain, like, inside joke type things in, like, friend groups that will... Yes. That can spread to some degree, but it's like... You move across the country and you try and make that same reference and, like, no one's going to know what you're talking about. Yes, Whereas if a, it's... I, I have an inside joke in my family that I'm yet to meet another person that gets it. Um, <laughs> uh, to, it's rather... Um, rather... Um, specific. Like, it's from a clip from a, a comedy show. Uh, um... That we we use whenever so it like the so I guess to describe the clip uh, basically um, uh, there was this TV show that used to be on called Harry Hill's TV Burp um, and there was just this one sketch because it he would kind of well he would go over like television shows and like make jokes about the clips and stuff like that sure um, like and it was very humorous but there was yeah. this one uh, he would there constantly be in like an ongoing like comedic commentary on soup operas which are very big here I, th- I think it was emmerdale it was one of those emmerdale uh eastenders or um coronation street um but they were at a i think because i've got it been a funeral it's like oh so what got him it's like ear uh ear cataracts and then someone else goes ear cataracts and then <laughs> another person goes ear cataracts um, and then it gets to the point where they pick up the phone, call someone, and just go... The person on the other line just goes, Ear cataracts! And then it, it gets to the point where, uh, uh, like, the presenter of Deal or No Deal... You know, have you seen Deal or No Deal? Yeah. Yeah, the guy picks up the phone and goes, Ear cataracts! <laughs> and it was just... It was a very humorous clip. So now whenever in my family, if someone mishears someone, then someone repeats it, and then the other person mishears that person and repeats it again, we'll just go, Ear cataracts! Um, so it's a very... And I've tried making that joke with other people, and I'm yet to meet someone who gets it outside mm-hmm. of our family. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's pretty good. But even that is like... Uh, it's kind of obscure, but it's yes. still based in like uh, media yeah, in some a, way. It's not based on like just a conversation you guys had at some point. Yeah. Um, um, so it's still like, it's possible that if someone yeah, had seen, I found, I found seen that clip, clip in YouTube, like it's a. Uh, if I uh, that's a, there are, there are people in the world that you've never met but would get that reference. Yes. Um. um and well, you've just never uh, found them. <laughs> yes. So there's someone out there who who. Who also laughed when I uh, said um, "rather" as well. I don't know what that's from. I know um, I was trying to place it because I thought that's what you were about to bring up, but I I get that one. Um, I just don't. I just I can't name I it 
right now. Yeah, I just, I just, I just know there's like, there's like a little girl who goes rather. Um, yeah, that's that's another one as well. Uh, um, but yeah, it is interesting. Like, just is it Harry Potter. No. Yeah, I was Maybe. thinking, was it Harry Potter or? Uh, someone will tell us, or they won't. Yes. You know. Or they won't. We'll find. So I remember finding <laughs> the options of it as well. Or um, another one is another one I make as well as uh, cool, uh, from Cool Cat Saves the Kid, which was this awful low budget kids movie with this. Uh... Did you do you remember Cool Cat Saves the Kids? That was a quite big on YouTube. Uh, in no, the, the, no idea. Uh, it, it got very big because the creator of the film sued. Not was it sued? Uh, they just got really upset over the video and were acting really childish, so there was a big drama thing about it. Um, but just there was this bit where they go, where's Cool Cat? And then he goes, there he is! And then it pans over to him. So now whenever someone... So now whenever I... Uh, like, if someone asks, oh, where is this person? I'll go, there he is! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> one person has got it, um, which I feel proud of. So, you know. But yeah, it's it's just interesting with um, how like even back then, like popular art and um, like media was a influence of language and like stuff like that. Um, <laughs> but yes, um, um, so it's me next. Yes, yes, number eleven. So a shaver. Okay, yeah. Okay, this one does make sense. I think. Um, yeah. This is a, uh, a logical if, one. And obviously, uh, I can tell you right away, if your guess was someone who shaves, that's uh, wrong. Um, kind of. Uh, it is in reference to a young or adolescent boy. Um, so that makes, like, it's... Uh, so just when they're implying that they're young enough to start shaving, um, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. Which is fitting, uh, if a little condescending, I guess. But I mean, I don't think it's particularly that embarrassing. Yeah, so it's but, um, a shaver. I could see yes. that being used in like a a condescending sort of way. Um, yeah. Oh, look, here comes but, a shaver. But yeah, it's like an idea of like someone who's like young enough to have just started to like need to shave. Yes. Um, yeah. I suppose it's like in the US how there's a thing about like freshmen being used as a as a term that isn't really anywhere else in the world. Which yeah. Yeah. But which to do of schools and stuff like that. Right. Is this like your first year in Yeah. Either high school or college? Oh uh we have a term here. We call them freshers. Freshers, freshers, yeah. If they're uh, if they're new to a game, uh, if they're new, sorry, not a game. If they're new to, I think I think that might be a seven. I can't remember if that's beginning of secondary school or beginning of uh, sixth form. But I know because I haven't I haven't heard it in my circle, but I know it's been I heard ref I've like there's been reference made to it outside of. I've heard mm. from other schools and talking of other people. So I know they're called, yeah, freshers. Um, 
but yes shaver that's a interesting one so ooh, jollification that is a nice word i like that, that. Is... that that's going in the the wabbles words of nice but the wabbles, wabbles book of nice words wabbles wonderful words <laughs> words of nice books <laughs> bookstores near you uh nice alliteration there uh um, jollification i feel like i think you might be able to get this one yeah so, celebration uh, or merrymaking yep you just jollify it <laughs> yeah I feel like this could use a little jollification <laughs> oh that's interesting it could be used it could be used in the, the sense that it could be too, too there could be too much jollification hmm when it got out of control but I feel oh, like so, like know. with coronavirus, people are like, we need to stop this jollification, this yeah. jollification afoot at the bars and the parties, yeah. spreading Pubs. diseases. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Uh, but I feel you like this need is to definitely chill with one your like, you know, Christmas and New Year's jollification. <laughs> how? Yeah, I was like, how were your uh, how were your festive jollifications? Were they kedge? Uh, my my festive jollifications personally yeah um i think they were pretty pretty catch pretty pretty uh pretty all rightly catch yeah um, i mean yeah mine were pretty catch even though considering my uh my uncle's a bit chuffy but after when he's a bit you know when he's fishy but you know <laughs> get a bit i'm look, look chuffy at me. When i you're... could go to co- colonial america and i'd thrive a bit chuffy, a bit gut foundered. Yeah, when he's fishy. Yeah, yeah, he gets a bit. Your macaroni uncle. Yeah, I mean he's really like twistical with uh, how they dish out the food. You know, he needs to drink a bit more Adam's ale. Yeah, and he uh, he really uh, makes a cat paw out of my uh, my poor nephew. You know, he's very he uses, savvy uh... with jollification though. Yes, but yeah, he makes a cat's paw of my younger young my younger nephew. He uh, piles food on his plate and then. Uh, when he can't eat anymore, he'll say, "Oh, I'll eat it." You know, really. Is this a real uncle, or is this a? Uh... No, no, I don't. Any younger nephews <laughs> just... and or uncles that do that. I start clear. like venting. Just to be clear, God. for any uh, any potential uncles listening, it's yeah, quite... I don't have a. What was the name Chaffy. I used? Chaffy. What? Wait. What, what uncle did I use? What name? Well, I think what you just name said your uncle was Chaffy. Okay, no, I don't have a. Well, I mean, over the the festive season, they do get a bit fishy, but I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't say I wouldn't, I wouldn't say chuffy. Um, but uh, uh, I think it's your go. Not like how Jennifer was so twistical. The <laughs> the custody. Um, <laughs> ooh, thirteen. Simon Pure. Now this one is. I feel like that makes sense, but I, I don't know where it's what it's from. But uh, this is a uh, meaning the real deal, uh, authentic. So like, uh, I got this uh, this uh, case of uh, these Simon Pure Diamonds mm. that rolls off the tr- rolls off the tongue. Yeah, kind of. Gold I feel like yeah, it's pretty good. Simon Pure. Who the heck is Simon? <laughs> Simon Pure was a Quaker. 
Uh, again, it's based off like a it's a reference to a play, um, which is quite interesting. Mm. Um, or it, it's interesting as, uh, or I was gonna say as well actually in Shakespeare how the characters make the or the more educated characters obviously um, they make a lot of reference to mythology, which is quite interesting. Um, so in this. In this play, he has to prove he's the real Simon Pure. So would yes. the modern equivalent of this be uh, Slim Shady? Well, the, yeah, yeah. This is this. Yeah, this is the the real equivalent. Is the real Slim, Slim Shady? Oh, the real Simon Pure. Please stand up. <laughs> Please stand up. Uh, well. Okay, <laughs> I see. Well, that... I see those as equally unlikely to catch on yes. as a alternative for the word authentic. <laughs> yeah. Well, was, look, I'm being Slim Shady with you right now. So, it's a Slim Shady diamond. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um. Oh my... Oh, that is a lovely word. Oh, Scar. Uh, I, I'm sorry, I, I just happened to get this one, uh, but you know, I'll, you can, 14. I'll let you borrow it sometime. Um, circumbendibus. Oh my god, that's amazing. Um, oh, so, I'm using that instead of round up, uh, instead of whatever it, uh, whatever it, whatever it means. That uh, you'll get a guess now. Which it means roundabout. Which makes the circumbendibus like a <gasps> bend it to. Bendy bus, bendy buses were my favorite thing when I was like five. Look, if if my uh, if I wasn't so constant, like after I've collected every single double decker bus toy in the world, I'm going on bendy buses. What's a bendy bus? Um, so when you have a bus that has to carry a lot of people, what they do is they put like uh this like rubbery, like it's like almost like an accordion like type thing so when it goes around a corner it bends around oh uh, I mean, uh, I'll find a photo of you, for you. Uh, uh, I saw them because I uh, used to live near an airport that's uh, interesting so you could almost make it like a train if you just have enough of those yes it, but, well, uh, trains use the same thing uh, yeah my the airport I used to live near used to have a lot of them um, and yeah the the, the Common in London because they normally have a lot of small roads. Oh my gosh! Oh, I found the perfect combination. <laughs> it's a double decker bendy bus. <laughs> it's my dream bus. All right. Well, before I start looking at uh some kedge buses, I think quite a few of our uh, our transitions between topics are circumbendibus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yes so i can be- oh right yeah you know it's roundabout um and also you should use this in the same uh the same like the actual type of road roundabout it's like oh it's a it's on the third ac- exit of the circumbendibus oh these pictures are yeah these pictures are interesting it's uh it's quite the buses <laughs> yeah that I was. I need to find that bus, that double decker. Yes. Um. 
But yes, and I often find that uh, my language is o- often circumvented this. Um, oh, it's very much in the same fl- vein as superfluous. You know, overly unnecessary and mm. with a very obtuse lex- lexical field. You, you, you wobble about. Wibble wobble, yeah, in a very circumvented this way. But yeah, that's a that was a good article. You know, Those be we're going to overlook the one, the one little mistake there. But you know, pretty good. Uh, um, the fifteenth word is you got to come up with yourself. <laughs> yep. Give us in the feed, podcast feedback. Let us know the word you came up with and what. Oh, isn't there? There's a Jackbox game like this. That <laughs> one where you make up a word and you have to. Uh... Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, this I, it I has really... to be a colonial era slang term. <laughs> this is a, yeah, you have to make up a colonial era slang term, which may involve time travel. Could be difficult. Yes. Um. Oh God! All right. So I guess <laughs> moving this... on. Um, I guess this could have been in follow-up. All right. Um, but I mentioned that in the the most recent um, iOS update, that they added a thing where you can have widgets on your home screen of your phone. Oh, yeah. Yes, I remember this. Yeah. Um, so I messed around with that a bit. And I came up with what I named the... Uh, the chaos home screen <laughs> which is, is this um i look at my phone here so um so there is one there's one widget which is um it's like siri suggestions right. really what it is is it it just it takes up two rows of the apps on your home screen which at least <laughs> on my phone i have like uh um, eight rows, six uh, rows. I'm I can't count. Uh, um, I have six rows. <laughs> um. So, basically, it's like a third of your screen that this widget right. takes up. Um, but instead of like showing information or whatever, like the other widgets, it will just try to guess what app that you want to use next and put the put those app icons in that area so right. it, would, it pretty much looks like a normal two rows of apps even though it's technically like just whatever yes the your phone thinks that you want to use right um so what I, what i found is you can you can just put three copies of that widget to take up your entire phone screen. Um, oh. And it is smart enough to realize when there's more than one copy of it on the screen, it won't right. give you, like, duplicates. Uh, okay. Um, so there are... There's eight... Uh, eight apps per per widget and three widgets per screen, so that's uh, 24... Yes. ...guesses, essentially. Yes. You just have to use it enough so that it learns. Um, so I feel like with with twenty four guesses, my phone in in having used this a little bit, although 
admittedly I've gotten a new phone since I added this to the show notes and have not really been using this as my primary home, right, home yeah. screen. Um, but yeah. in the amount that I've used it, I feel like it's it's almost always had the app that I'm looking for on the screen somewhere. Huh. But the issue is that it's not consistent with its placement mm-hmm. because it's depending on a, any given moment what it's guessing it just like puts right. them on there in whatever order it's guessing i guess um yeah so it is kind of a infuriating um way to use your phone because it's like yes you're the thing you're looking for is always on the screen but it's not always in the same spot <laughs> right yeah um and it also just that. looks it just looks a mess <laughs> right I feel like part of me wants to send a uh, screenshot, but also it's like part of the the point is that it's constantly changing. And yes, I, mean, I don't uh, know. People don't need to see, just see a random selection of apps that I use. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah. So if anyone yeah. uh, has a an iPhone, unlike uh, Android wobbles here. <laughs> yeah, it's beep boop. <laughs> You're like, yeah, this is meaningless to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I try that out and uh, I take full credit for all of all of the... Uh, Chaos. Yes, the excellent design and uh, good phone usage that you get out of this amazing... Uh, home screen but yeah i'm sure probably someone else has come up with <laughs> right yeah i mean anywho <laughs> yeah um but yes in a in a similar vein to a news resolution um i have started reading re- recently um past couple weeks ish um hmm. and i've been reading uh good omens by uh I had the names Neil Gaiman and Neil Gaiman. Terry yeah. Pratchett. I was worried I was get that I was going to say Terry Gaiman and Neil Pratchett, but no, I said it the right way around. Because um, I, I previously I have watched the show. Um, I watched it with you, Scar. I remember that. That was a that was a fun old time. Yes. Um, back when Rabbit wasn't dead. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, I kept the app on my phone. Like someone's six listening to that, died. not realizing uh, what we're talking about. To think that you just like killed a rabbit or something. Oh right, or you yeah. had a pet rabbit. Uh, that rabbit was a like a streaming service type thing, um, where it would share. Oh, it wasn't, it wasn't a share your screen. Um, they had their own like ser- like browser. Um, oh, I didn't mean that we had to explain it. I just thought that oh, was right. funny. Oh right, okay. Um, but... but yes, it was a, a way in which you could watch things with together with people. Um, um, but it got died of death. Um, but yes, um, yeah, but yeah, uh, so I, we watched, we watched Good Omens, um, yeah, how is the, how's the book? It's all right, uh, I don't know how, how far am I, and I, uh, I haven't got too far in, I'm still in the early stages of the book, but it's, it's pretty, it's, I think it's, it's very funny, um, yeah. It's, Similar kind of like vibe as, yes, uh, when we read Hitchhiker's Guide. Um, yeah, I think. It's slightly different type of humor, but it's still the same. 
Um, I think it's still well. It's just still it's in a similar vein of it's like quite uh, I guess British humor in a, a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, quite bleak at times, but I feel like it's still different because uh, I don't know. I feel like it's very similar because they they both um, what's his name Douglas Douglas Adams and uh, Terry Pratchett and Neil Gaiman all have a all very clever writers. So um, yeah, it, yeah. I guess it's it's still it's still there. I guess it's it's a similar vein to uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm just. I guess it, I haven't really read Neil Gaiman or uh, Terry Bradshaw. And as I say, um, I this is color of magic as uh, interesting to me. So yeah, uh, and I was going to read the Dark Side of the Moon by the Dark Side of the Sun, even by one of the two. Uh, <laughs> um, and what interesting. Uh, and what is interesting as well is, I guess, actually, it does remind me of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy in the fact that um, there are footnotes in um, in the book on the bottom page of the book, um, like on the bottom on the bottom, like a bottom of the pages where they've added their own little comments because it's the official title. Where is it? Um, because I just had the book by me. Um, uh, if I can't find it, I'll just leave it. Oh yeah, it's uh, Good Omens, a narrative of certain events occurring in the last 11 years of human history, in strict accordance as shall be sh- uh, shown with the nice and accurate prophecies of Agnes Nutter. And then it said, compiled and edited with footnotes and an educational nature and precepts for the wise by Terry Pratchett and Neil Gaiman. So they basically wrote themselves into the book as like the the compiled... Like the compilers and editors of, uh... mm-hmm. so it's just quite clever. Like just quite clever how they've done that, um, and the footnotes are quite amusing, uh, and as well as there's sometimes they'll make a reference about like a British town or city or something that's just quite English and obscure, and they'll make a joke about they'll put something in like giving context to um, Americans and other aliens <laughs> about. Um, the jokes in the book but yeah it's yeah it, it's very much probably the same. need a lot of that uh yes context. Um, like they they mentioned milton Keynes uh and uh when talking about who was responsible for what um but yes um so yeah it was just interesting how the books correlated with the thing of uh, the tv show um and that's quite good and but what it led me on to was I started watching Red Dwarf um, uh, again-ish because I I used to watch it like like not watch it like episodically but it would always be on TV uh, when like on uh, uh, yeah. comedy because there's a there's a big thing in the UK of old comedy shows um, and sitcoms um, so there's channels that make a lot uh, just stream those every day um, so I remember watching like, quite a bit of Red Dwarf when I was younger so I decided to watch mm-hmm. it again and it's it's still good. I think once I've done Good Omens, I'll read the not the book of Red Dwarf, but the the follow up, which was Better Than Life, which is uh, of course the um, the game in the um, the TV show, but it is a book about um, Rimmer and uh, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I actually read that book um, 
Yes, my dad talked to me about it. It sounded very good. Um, where uh, parts of it were um, unnecessary, but okay. uh, yeah. I think the second half of it was was pretty pretty good. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I mean, you you read it and you you see what you you think. Yeah, of it. I think cool. I I think I prefer the show to to the book, but okay, there are yeah. a couple of uh, other. That's the only one I've read so far, but there's a couple of other books. Red Dwarf. Yeah. I still probably will read eventually. Um, yeah, I don't want to get through the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy because I've read the the ra- I've listened to the radio show up until the third installment, so I'll read. I want to read the books up until that point and just see right. how they compare. Right. But Re- Red Dwarf, I believe, is one where the show came first. Yes. Um, yeah. Good Omens, obviously, the book came first, and then yeah, Hitchhiker's Guide. Hitchhiker's Guide. The, the radio, radio show game. actually came first. Yeah, that's that's why I prioritized so, the radio show because that was there. I think that, that's always something to consider when consuming media. Is like, yeah, is this an adaptation cool. or is this the original source? Yes, but yeah. Um, so I just thought there was a, like a, just a, just interesting how just noting how uh, the difference between adaptations and shows are um... although i i enjoyed the hitchhiker's guide book and i think it's a little yes, bit different I, because I... it's an adaptation by yeah. the original creator yes and like it's, into a so, so it's still in the same spirit because and, and into a similar m- form of media because it's like yeah a radio Relying show without the visual yeah um, you don't have any visuals in a radio show so it's all words anyway so i feel yeah. like that lends itself more naturally to being a book yeah and whereas like a like... tv show to a book you suddenly have to like describe everything yes and what i find as well with uh guide to the galaxy is they do a good job of translating some of the jokes that are like uh like remember that we talked like uh, audio jokes we mentioned in the yeah like the we mentioned the watch joke which um that type of uh, reoccurrence only really happens in radio shows, so it's interesting seeing that in a book. Mm-hmm. Um, or there's bits in the radio show where um, the narrator, well, the the book talks about how in 53 seconds something will happen, or like uh, in the next 10 seconds Ford will come along and say, hello, Arthur, which wouldn't really work in a book because that's... Um, but for the most part, or... But what's that's why it's good. It's written by the same person because not only can did uh, Douglas Adams write jokes in instead, but he also wrote them in, like obviously in his style, in the style of the book, so it didn't seem um, jarring. Yeah, like if it was someone's adaptation and they had to come up with a joke, I don't think it would have worked as well because I don't think that, they wouldn't have written it. In, they would have cut. Yeah, it out I think completely. that's the problem with with movie adaptation sometimes, where it's like yeah director or whoever is making the decision is like the screenplay writer yeah uh whoever's adapting it it's like sometimes they get a sense of like oh well this doesn't really work in a feature-length movie in the same way it would in a book so we need to change this but it's like they don't necessarily make the right call about what to change it to or like what parts to change or what parts to cut so it's always like um think you, you tend to get better results if you have the the creator involved but yeah yeah um 
But yeah, I mean, just, that, I'm sure that varies. I'm sure there's examples where it's like, you know, the original creator has no sense of what makes a good movie and tries yes, to... Yes, a, a good book. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it'll be, uh, it's just, and it'll be interesting to see more as I read, because I feel like, um, a couple of the books I plan on reading, original adaptations were, like, another one is, I'm gonna plan on reading is The Hobbit. Um. Yeah. And it'll be, just want to see how that, comparing that to the, uh, the, the film adaptations. Um, and. Yeah, very, very different. Very, Um, yeah. But, um, yeah. That's a good book. Yes. But, um, um, yeah. And uh, I might have a lot of time to read these books uh, because as of what, Saturday the 19th? 20, whatever. Whatever day sat- last Saturday was uh, as of recording, um, the UK, or well, South East England, where I live, um, just, and uh, for those who aren't particularly geographically knowledgeable it's just the uh the bit surrounding london um so yeah basically just the the, yeah um it's mainly london and the area surrounding london but it's kind of spread out to because that's where the population is the densest really um so that's where lockdown Yes, so uh, yeah, I was just saying that's where the 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 lockdown has been in place, um, but they've had to put in a new type of a new tier. So they had the three tier system, um, but it got to a point where they've had to implement a fourth tier, um, which uh, has been interesting. Um, but now that's uh, that's gone through. Um, Is a higher number a stricter lockdown or, or yes, a higher lockdown. numbers? So yeah. Um, so that's that's been interesting. Okay, um, it's tier four is so they've had to invent it. They've had to create a new tier to emphasize to create new rules, basically. Um, mm. So yeah, uh, that's been in place, and people obviously have miffed because we went and had to go into lockdown mid November to save Christmas. But now Londoners uh, and South East Angles it's even have stricter to deal with all than that. it was yeah. before. Yeah. Um, Meaning um, that people aren't allowed to go see family for Christmas or visit friends mm-hmm. or go to public events and stuff, which was originally the plan and was going to be a big boost to the economy, which would have been quite nice before uh, Brexit. But, you know, um, uh, but yes. Well, um, yeah. uh, but... North Carolina actually has a curfew right now, which is weird. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, it's like from. 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. you're supposed to stay at home basically unless you're but the the thing is they have so many exceptions and things where it's like right i don't know that anyone follows it or enforces it like i I don't i haven't heard of any stories of people being pulled over because they were out past curfew or whatever so i don't know how much of an effect it's having other than i guess the businesses are closing at 10 uh, except for like grocery stores and things yeah so i guess that's an effect but Mm. but it it feels strange because you i don't know you don't expect 
the government to tell you to stay indoors in the U.S. Yes, it is. It's not normal. Yeah. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, it's been it's been weird um, having to deal with a stricter lockdown in the a stricter UK, lockdown. Um, yeah, and another thing as well is that I think schools are going to be delayed when going back, apart from my year because we're the exam year, um, the important year basically. So it should work, and hopefully we'll keep distance within our, within our class. Hmm. Um, I doubt that because uh, I know some very stupid people, uh, but. <laughs> that that is a that is none, nonetheless um it's better than having everyone go to school and mix germs in a slimy cesspool of yuck but it'll be weird being the only class in school i think but yeah it's whatever so yeah i just wanted to yeah i thought that was uh you could spread out more you, you yeah now like... there's less now there's less people like in general um yeah i wonder what like the best way to do that would be like, yeah, I'm interested. Because you too. take, you uh, could take what would have been a classroom, like a single classroom, and and just have half the kids in another classroom, but then the teacher would um, have to either like yeah, I was gonna say that would spread our resources thin. Um, the teacher would just have to be like running back and forth. <laughs> yeah, unless they put like the more sensible like students that don't need as much help in one room. They, yeah. Oh, you can go up for do your own work. Um, it would be a it'd be a whole thing. It just feels like uh, might as well use the space. I don't know. Yes, I don't know. Well, I guess because there's less, we could just go. We could move to a bigger classroom. Um, than we yeah. would like because than we would normally be in. Or I remember a couple classrooms I've had where like had like a divider between them where it was like kind of a like a fake wall. Oh, interesting. I mean, one so of the, the you probably don't have those, but if you did, that would be convenient. Of like, just lower the divider. I mean, the other the secondary building combined uh, two classrooms. The walls are very. It's basically like those temporary houses, uh, kind of. But the walls are very very thin. Like we realized, me and my friends were like talking about. It, we realized you might be able to just put your foot through it if you tried hard enough. Mm-hmm. But you it wasn't designed to, to be collapsible, so it's not. Yeah, of course. Uh-oh. Just because you can theoretically punch through it doesn't mean you necessarily should. Yeah, that would be more convenient yeah. if it was if it was like a retractable wall, and then you could yes. actually combine two classrooms to be one. Yeah, oh. but there's a lot of there's a like TVs and like a lot of uh, whiteboards that they'd have to <laughs> deal with. So yeah, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, yeah. So on to the game section. So, uh, last episode, or, well, for the while, for a long while now, I've been talking about getting a new PC, because my old PC was a garbage piece of crap. Uh, <laughs> um, but I've now got a new one. It's a, it, it's a, it's a very nice, uh, I built it myself, which was fun. Nice. Um, or built, built it with my dad, but, you know, uh, it was oh. fun building that, um, I I guess side note before we get too far into the game talk. Uh, All right. I did just recently replace the battery in an iPad, uh-huh. and that that was uh, 
it's pretty painful. Yes, I can imagine. Um, I know someone who they tried to replace. Oh, they're replacing the camera and the phone, and they accidentally broke the cable that connects the the touchscreen uh, sense thing to the rest of the y- phone. Yes, yes, that's what I did. Uh, yeah, it's a very, it's a. They're saying how like it's a, it's actually, it's a really, really, really slim piece of metal. Well, because the thing is, it's easy to break. It's all smooth on the outside. Oh yeah. Um. So to get into there's, it's not like a, you know, your typical computer where you flip it over and there's some screws and you can unscrew. Yeah, or even old timey phones where you can pop off the, the back right. of a. The yeah. Right, um, it's not like where you can just pop the battery off on the back and put a new one in. Um. It's a. Yeah. So you have Especially to get the into glass it. Phones and there's no. The, there's no external screws, so you can't like unscrew it to remove a panel to get into it. You have to like pry the front of the screen off of the the, the tablet. Body. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's an ordeal to even get into the <laughs> thing. Yeah, I can imagine. Um and it's very easy when you're trying to stick something in the inside in order to like help try and pry it open to end up slicing the the cable that makes the touchscreen function so i i guess that's what happened i don't i didn't feel like i had done that on on that side but yeah so i replaced the battery and when i put it back together it was like oh nice the the new battery works perfectly and the touchscreen only like ha- half functions now <laughs> right yeah <laughs> like so as long as you don't need to touch the top half of the screen it's all good (laughs) right um so i need to order a separate part for that and then replace it and then it was then it became an issue of like it's all working but it doesn't want to stay closed because i i had to open and close the front of the screen so many times that it's like popping open um Anyway, I think I got it in the end, but um, yeah, it turns out that is it's quite difficult to do right. Yeah, well, and not have all sorts do. of problems. What's the word? Um, and had not experienced to that. To do a catch job. If have you ever like opened up a a tablet or a phone or something like that? Uh, I when I got bored, I used to put my old phone because that had a that you could just pop the back off. Um, hmm. I don't really touch much because uh, I used to do it to change my SIM card. That was about it, uh, but I haven't had to do that for a phone or tablet. Yeah, um, but your your when you say your old phone, do you mean like a like a BlackBerry or like a uh, Android phone? phone? It was a it was an Android. It was the oh, I think I talked about it in the podcast. Maybe it's the Motorola G four. It was yes. Um, it had a plastic back. Which is a uh, very different from my uh, Huawei, yeah, uh, Mate Twenty Lite. Which uh, see, that's uh, that's one thing glass. I think. Issue of the like the sleekness of phones is that they're harder to use. Yeah, Windows um, computers and and Android phones, I think, allow you access to their to their insides much more easily. Yes. Um. 
Apple uh, Apple computers and Apple phones and just like anything Apple makes. They they don't want you tampering with it. They don't want you yes. trying to repair it yourself. They what they really want is for you to bring it to them so that they can do it or just charge say, you money. Oh, you have to get a new one. <laughs> oh no, there's nothing we can do. Um, right either either be like oh no it's impossible just buy this new one or like oh yeah let me replace that for you and make it super easy by the way that's pay me this much money yeah um yeah but wait yeah they they like looking real sleek um and and thin and smooth but a lot of times the results are like oh you can only replace this keyboard if you like flip your computer upside down, open it up with a special tool, and then dismantle the computer from the back to access the keyboard and then re <laughs> reconstruct it. Yeah. Uh, like, luckily, yeah. Luckily, I didn't have to do that. Be that difficult. Um, but the way, it's surprisingly easy to build PCs. Um, we had some trouble. Uh, the RAM wasn't quick enough for the motherboard. Um, because there was a, a weird the place we got the motherboard from they had a, they had problems they were like oh we run out of stock of that other one so we'll give you this replacement one, um, yeah. But apart from that it was all fine. Um, it's a um, a desktop, right? Yes, it's a desktop PC. Um, nice. For those interested, uh, it is running a Ryzen five twenty six hundred, I think, uh, with an GTX sixteen sixty with six gig six gigabytes? That doesn't sound right. Uh, I'm not gonna give that specific with sixteen gigabytes of DDR four RAM running at thirty two hundred speed with a two terabyte hard drive, a two hundred and fifty eight gigabyte SSD anything I'm forgetting? Uh, ATX something 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 motherboard and it glows orange. Did you say so. the did you say the RAM? Yeah, I said the RAM. Did you say the graphics? Yeah, I said the the graphics. That's the GTX sixteen sixty. It's the uh, did you But say it's the... a it's a good PC. It uh it can it's been able to run everything I've thrown at it. Not Weirdly enough, I can't put Minecraft on high settings with like twenty chunks. It's a kind of it's a bit much for it, but I mean it's fine. Is that with shaders on, or is that just oh without sh- uh with shaders on? It's fine. I just kind of turn down the render distance a bit. Um, with shaders off, it does struggle. Um, I think that's when you first load up the world when it's like loading everything in, f- mm. frames are a bit low, but mm-hmm. after that it runs smoothly. Um, but yes, that is. It's also the reason I've been so uh, committed to getting on to... Is that single player? Um... Yes, single player. And it ran fun with uh, multiplayer Minecraft. Okay. Um, but yes, I... having a new... Sorry, yeah? Yeah, then I would just wonder if it was if it was like a realm or something. Maybe it's your internet is holding it up. Yeah. Oh, but... yeah, I've been having internet issues lately, but that hasn't... Yeah. But if it was, um... if it was single player and it's still uh, lagging at that render distance and yeah i guess it's, that's just the best your computer it, can do i don't know yeah or i i think it can do better but i just haven't optimized it properly um sure 
yeah and the calling could be better it's kind of just on the floor um that i don't have room on my desk to put it up here i'm sure um, it's more but... uh render distance than than mine can handle right now so yeah <laughs> fair enough but um yes this is a uh... I'm, I'm really glad i've been saving up for this for like upward like around four or five years now yeah um and it's just nice finally having it i can finally feel less guilty about spending money um mm. but yeah and this is also like this is hence the the wabblesness channelsness because um i finally have a machine i can uh render video on properly and uh record things on obs on and right. all that stuff yeah um you know it what it's pretty hard it, to like record gameplay when it's like just running yeah. the game is making your computer lag and then you're like ah yes let me load my recording software <laughs> yeah um but yeah but we did this with my when i got on my new hard drive remember when we uh guessed how many hours left uh-huh. right now guess how many hours left of audio recording could i theoretically do on this piece on my tw- two terabyte hard drive three thousand Yeah. Okay. I'll give you. I'll give you th- three guesses again. Okay. Much lower. I feel like we already did this, and I just don't yeah. remember. We uh, did this, but it was with a different hard drive. Uh, Three hundred. Okay, you're a tiny bit too low. Uh so I guess that's your final guess. Uh, yeah, it's three hundred and forty-one hours left. Uh, I think last time, well, I'm not going to say, but I'll, I'll check back to how, how how many hours I had. Um, but yes, that is two two terabytes is a lot of stuff. Um, so it'll probably do me because I'm planning on using this for the next like few five six years even. Um, so we've been recording a long long. time, but if you lose your if you lose your recording. Because you ran out of space, um, I'll know that you you done hacked up. Because that shouldn't yeah. be the reason. <laughs> Should never be the reason that my my recording fails. Um, not yeah, not we've not been recording that long. Yeah, I know. Uh, but yes, um, but yeah, um, and the game I recently got on my uh, my new PC. Uh, was uh, Superliminal, um, which is a, a very good puzzle game um, that I've enjoyed greatly. Not... Uh, yeah, it's a very good game. Uh, but I've it's just been interesting because I've started speedrunning it because um, I was just interested to see what that's... Uh, what that's like. But that's been a game that's been very omnipresent in my mind. Super um, liminal. I think you mentioned this last yes, time. Yes, I talked to you about it. Or I've talked to you about it outside of the podcast. Oh, maybe um, that's... Yeah, it's always hard to tell what's think... on the podcast and what was just us talking. Yes. Yeah, I think... Yeah, we just talked about it because I haven't... Maybe I did. I don't remember. Uh, the, You know what? I'm going to do a classic MVP decision. The only way I found out this, about this game was uh, through Nerdcubed. <laughs> uh he did he played it a couple of years back uh and nice. ever then it's just been it's just been on my mind and i saw it was on sale so i got it um but i started speedrunning it and i'm 
I'm doing quite well. Um, my current PB is 28 minutes and 5 seconds flat. Which I'm pretty far what's the, what's the world record? The world record is 23 minutes and some change. You said you're 28 um, minutes? Yeah. You should have 5 minutes off. You just, just shave 5 minutes off. Um, stop, uh... Stop, stop, uh... Doing everything the circumbendibus way. <laughs> Stop being so circumbendibus in the way you play. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm still figuring out how to get rid of those circumbendii moments. Mm-hmm. But, um, yes. Um, but, yeah. Well, that's pretty catch. Uh, I hope you catch, can yeah. at least improve on your time a little, uh. Yeah, I think I definitely can. Like, I was looking back at the stream and I was like, oh, there's definitely places I can improve. Um, but you um, shouldn't be messing around. So, right, in yes. the. In, interestingly, in those episodes, I listened back to the. Um, the. New Year's episode from last year, we talked about Stadia briefly. Oh, yes, um, of course. And I tried it out the other day. And uh, then well, in the previous episode, you mentioned that you had just gotten a uh, Stadia. So. Yes. Um, well, so it was the... the uh, Right now, the, the trials run out. Um, so I don't think I can... Uh, don't know how it works. I think I can still use the game. I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> but I haven't used it for a while, um, just because my new PC I've been able to just play the games I wanted to play anyway. Um, right, makes sense. Regardless of hard, hard, hardware requirements. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, it's been... Um, but it, it was alright. I think overall it was a good good experience. Um, and playing it, um, like, playing on it, it was a very... It was a good system. Uh, and... The only issue was connection, but that was because I was playing it in my room, which doesn't have the best latency. I mean, um, it was hooked up to Ethernet, but sometimes the Ethernet is a bit iffy, so I don't. I'm not going to put any of that on um, the Stadia. But for the right. most part, it was fairly good and responsive. Um, but that does sort and... of say something about it. Of like, if your internet's not great, um, yeah, and my really... latency was pretty good. It was just yeah. It yeah, but like, it, if your internet was not great, would you really want to have? Yeah, a cloud gaming like cloud-based gaming I, system. I can appreciate that, like, you don't have to download and install a game because it's have, like, just on the cloud, box. and you just sort of like yeah, you just plug a small stick. And the control, the control is very nice. I love the Stadia controller. But um, but if it was a choice between like having to wait an hour for a game to download and then being able to play it fairly smoothly versus like getting to play it immediately but having it be kind of jittery the whole time yeah. because your internet is not good yeah uh, uh, yeah. yeah but i, I mean, could luckily, see that being I, a, I did have yeah an issue yeah yeah definitely but yeah i was lucky enough that my wi-fi is good um mm-hmm. i hopefully you know we get to a point where wi-fi isn't an issue but yeah yeah um yeah I'll, I uh, get a better router here and improve the wi-fi a bit yeah fair enough. um but yeah, yeah. um i guess yeah, it's it, also it, it, a trade-off of like do you want to play for the do you want to pay for this 
service every month or whatever it is? Um, or do you want to just pay up front and get a good computer? Yes. Uh, and I can just to... run the games. <laughs> yeah. And I opted for the computer in the end because you get a free 30 day trial, um, which was good. Um, yeah. And with, I, was like, I thought you got to compare it to consoles, but then I realized that console, you still play a monthly fee to play online anyway. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah if, you're, yeah. if you're doing like online play. If, if you're doing, yeah, obviously, uh, which, yeah, that doesn't really affect me when I play on consoles because I only play single player games. If I play online games, they're on the PC. Um, but yeah, yeah the only uh... the only online thing I've played on console within recent memory would be uh, Splatoon, um, which uh, yeah. the online play for Nintendo used to be free, and now it it's like free. now it's pay. Now it's it's pay, but it's like it's very cheap. Yes, it's it, like, it is. It's it like is, twenty dollars a year. It's so, cheaper than it's way by, cheaper than uh by month. That's like. Uh, uh, a dollar and uh, some change. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and that's yeah. that's for the individual one. I'm actually on the the family one, which is like thirty five a year for eight people. So divide oh, well, that up. It's like well, divide yeah thirty five by the eight, and then that by the twelve. That's pretty good. So it's really like not much. Yeah, not not noticeable. Um, um but yeah um but yeah i think nintendo is the only exception obviously uh like they were um but yes with ps4 and xbox you'll play yeah if i was a big uh like yeah like online i don't know what do people play these days cod yeah yeah fortnite for i don't um isn't fortnite free though do you need to pay for playstation's online play to yeah, play you Fortnite do. on a PlayStation. Um oh that's yeah. That's kind of garbage. Yeah, especially um, there was a big thing cuz you know uh Epic has done a real like a really good job with their cross platform. Cuz mm-hmm. Epic is a it's an interesting company. Just uh, um I was going to say that there is a lot to be said about Epic, but I was going to say the the Epic launcher is the Epic Store I think is very good because of the way it it's better at supporting developers more than Steam. Um, and yeah. yeah, I think it's, I don't obviously like there's the whole, the rocket league thing was a bit, eh, but yeah, um, there's certain things the I don't they... like about Epic, but I appreciate them that they exist because I think if nothing else, it will make steam stop being so lazy. Yes. Cause I feel like steam got very complacent. Yeah, they have. Where they were like, we're a monopoly on PC gaming, and we're just gonna, we have no incentive to like make our system like good for anyone. Yeah. Just <laughs> and, because, yeah. Yeah. So I'm glad that there's a little competition there. And as well as like the way that Epic is getting exclusives as well, because that, that, like, they, pay developers and they support the games as well which is very good um, right which like valve you could pay developers <laughs> you yeah. could do some of these things yeah um, like you could uh what happened to rocket league wouldn't happen again <laughs> but uh well, yeah that's yeah. that's but there was a whole thing where playstation overwrote overrid 
the uh the the, the epic crossplay that was a whole thing um so mm. if you try to do your epic account onto another device the playstation thing would be like hang on and it would i think get rid of it it would say you're not allowed to do that um but i it's pretty shitty, look i but... i like i like consoles but Yes, I mean, like, I obviously, I'm like... finding it very easy to to leaning into being more of a a PC gamer. Yeah, like as and consoles I mean... continue to do things like this. Yeah, like obviously, I love I played like I like console like I've grown up on console gaming really. Um, uh, like I played a lot of uh, the Lego games on consoles, um, mm-hmm. racing games, uh, stuff like that. That's only more recently that I've gone to like well not i guess more recently i guess like half half my lifetime ago i started getting into pc gaming just because of minecraft i think but mm-hmm. yeah for the most part i've always had a a strong basis on uh consoles um and yeah it because it, it's like inherently like inherently console gaming isn't like isn't that bad i think i don't know how to put it because it sounds i guess because I think PC gaming just comes from a place of just enthusiasm in the the technical aspect of um, gaming. Because like, I think I just I guess the the fundamental principle of uh, console gaming. I'm not saying for like you, but I feel like for the general consumer, it's just that it's easy. You get a box, you plug it in, it yeah. does the game. Yeah. Whereas like it's it took a couple days to set up my PC because we kept having issues with the RAM, um, and just I just enjoy working on like computers stuff um right so it's, it wasn't an issue for me um i guess it's just getting to the point though where it's like but the companies keep doing really shitty things on console um pretty soon the only like games that people are going to want to play on consoles are the exclusives yes basically and then that's like, the, that's the only if there is a, a pc version of a game that's the one that they're that's the version that people are going to want to get because it's like yeah only use PS4 for uh, the Uncharted collection, um, and sometimes oh, I'll play Rayman uh, Legends when I have friends around because it's just it's a it's just a fun group game. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll keep my I I play a lot of games on my PS3. Um, occasionally, like uh, Ratchet and Clank is one I typically go back to a lot. Um, and yeah or on the switch of course there's a lot of games on the switch obviously that aren't on pc yeah, yeah. so i think that is i think that is one of nintendo's strengths is like just they have so many first party stuff that is you're never going to be able to play it on anything besides uh yeah the actual console yeah especially with like wii games that obviously you can't play like you can't play the difficult to play Wii Sports on a PC. I know it's been done and I've seen people hook up the yeah. sense things to their PC, but I feel like that's just a lot of effort and it's a lot easier just mm-hmm. to plug in my Wii and play Rabbids Go Home for the six length time. I need to play that again. I need to get a nunchuck. Right. And it's nunchuck kind of a broke. different experience. Like Yeah. And even uh, even if you are getting like you're probably getting you're still buying like Wii controllers or whatever to use on your PC somehow like i don't know it's yeah. um i think they're a bit more secure in that way but 
a lot of PlayStation and Xbox stuff, it's like you really like resisting cross-platform stuff and like charging people to use their own internet service and stuff. It kind of is just going to make things worse for them. Like it's just going to push more people towards PC. I don't know. Yeah, definitely. Um, what, uh, what else are we? Um, oh yeah. Okay. So I guess my two games here that I've mentioned, um, so I've talked about playing magic arena before on this podcast. Um, you have indeed. And I, um, I've, yeah, so there's still not a full screen option that works for my screen size for the Mac version, which is pretty annoying, but, um, so I have to play windowed, but, uh, lately I haven't been playing that much, but they have somehow hooked me with this, um, daily deals thing that they do on magic Uh. where in the store where it's like oh you can buy like avatars and card sleeves and uh card packs and things um you can there's like the pay currency and like the free currency basically Um, right like there are with so many games but they also will have like once a day there will be a thing where it'll be like oh this is uh 50% off or whatever this is 60% off right um and so and sometimes it will be like oh you can buy uh this amount of pay currency for this amount of free currency but you can only do it once and it's like the deal for for the day right yeah they also have a thing where you can buy the free currency for less of the free currency it's, it's like some days oh, you right. go on there and it's like you can buy 550 gold for 50 gold huh which is just like free free money free, uh coin yeah but uh it's obviously like a ploy to get people to click on the little store tab and right and look at all the shoppy things and look at it and spend more money on like the yes in, it's like in a game steam sale microtransactions make... or whatever steam sales they probably make a lot of money yeah yeah um but yeah they've they've somehow hooked me to where a lot of times uh, like i'll acknowledge it a lot of times i will open the game and uh yeah. just check the, what the deal is and be like oh i can buy a pack for cheaper than it would normally cost it's like sure i'll do that right um, and I, I never spend real money on it so it's like not that bad but i've definitely found myself opening the game more than i would have otherwise just to check and then i'll close it afterwards a lot of times right <laughs> so I don't even know that I've played it that much since we last spoke, but it feels like I should mention it in the game section just for the number of times that I've just opened it, checked the deal, and then closed it again. Right. So the game that I've 
the game that I've actually been playing though. Um, mm-hmm. As I've I've been able to observe from the Discord thing. Yes. Um, don't starve. Uh, don't starve together. To be more specific. Yes. Um, I mean, these games have been around a while. Yes, actually. Like I think I remember playing the beta ages ago. Like, when yeah. did Don't Starve Together come out? Oh, actually, it's, it's on a. I saw it on Steam because it's on. But Don't Starve franchise is on a sale. Don't Starve Together came out 2016, and Don't Starve came out. Oh, wow, it's really cheap at the moment, actually. 2016. Um, yeah. Um, And I don't know when the first. Like the single player version came out, but they're really cheap at the moment. Uh, don't starve. Oh yeah, I think the uh, the winter sale or whatever. Just yes, the, yeah, the winter sale's on. Um, I was just say I don't want to play a shrine as well. Of uh, oxygen not include, included looks like a very good game. Uh, twenty thirteen for the original. Ah. Uh, Wow, that's, that's a long time ago. 2016 for Don't Starve Together, which is the one I've actually been playing. But, uh, so... Yes. Yeah, you're in 2021. It's, uh... It's been out a while, but... Yes. It's just a really fun game to, uh... To play with someone, you know? Yeah, I can imagine. Would recommend, uh... I'll, uh... Any any mentors looking for a good co-op game? Yeah. And yeah, if it's very cheap at the moment, I might get it. Um, or even just the original one. Yeah, um, how many how many p- players can can together be? Oh, let's have a... Oh, if it's more than two, that would be cool. Yeah, because I've only played two-player on it. Um. Yeah. Up to six. Oh, wow. I mean... (laughs) Yeah? I mean, we should have a... a big old game of Don't Stop Together. Yeah. um... Coordinating that many people and also, like, not having my internet lag out. Because that has been sort of a uh, problem where, um, not every time, but I would say like at least half of my deaths in that game, because it's like a survival. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Game, um, and you just sort of play until you die. Yeah, uh, and I would say like probably half my deaths are because Latency my see related. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, my internet just has been slow lately, so yeah. hopefully I can get that fixed soon, but... Yeah, I can imagine that being annoying, but um, yeah, I mean, I'll look into it, because there's a... Uh, obviously, over Christmas, I'll probably get a lot more money, Yeah. Um, so I'll be able to spend it on games. Yeah, I've been uh, meaning to look at this... Steam's sales, because I know there's... Yeah, I was just some... looking... I was just looking now, and there's some like the Master Chief collections on sale and stuff like that. And my brother uh, was 
maybe suggesting that he was going to get me something on my Steam wish list for uh, for Christmas, so I better uh, better check that and see yes. if there's any new things I need to put on there. Um, maybe oh, Fall Guys, though. Oh yeah, Fall mm-hmm. Guys. I was playing it with Kate. Uh, yeah, I was playing it the other day. It's good. Uh, especially yeah. with uh, friends. We need to... Um, need to probably end this episode soon. Also, yes. I mean, we're talking about Christmas, but uh, obviously it's New Year's. And, oh, yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, of course. Happy uh, New Year. Happy New, New Year. 2021. Uh, exactly. Um. Oh, we have uh, well, two little sections here. We've got... Yes. Um, so, yes. The, you have here in the uh, the meta talk section. Um, I'll elaborate, I guess. <laughs> did I put that there? Yeah. Yeah, you did. That was there before I put anything. You should try and translate from Pascal. British season. Okay. So season four. Because this is uh, season three of uh minty boys mm, and so fun. far this is our second episode yes <laughs> and so oh i see so we're doing a luther here if right okay yes the show luther season four we talked about this yeah we talked about this i complained that season four was two episodes which is not it's not a season yeah um, well i guess we'll see what happens so <laughs> this this being our second episode of season three of Mindy Boys, yes. Uh, yes will we have we'll another see, uh... one this season, or will we not? Yeah, show That's, up again until uh... October. Yes, <laughs> but uh, I guess we'll we'll leave you uh leave you Minters guessing on uh, what all that, what that'll be. <laughs> and yeah, um, but yeah, so I guess to t- to finish. Um, we can have a, a final retrospective on 2020 um, which will forever be known as the year that just made us say what, what the frick what, what how did that uh, uh, yeah what the uh, what it, the frick indeed on the whole it's it's been an alright year um it's been very messy, obviously, um, for just numerous reasons. And there's been several times that I thought it was going one direction and it just come, suddenly just changes course completely. And I'm just left like, oh, oh, okay, <laughs> I guess. Sure, let's go with this. Mm-hmm. I guess um, this is happening now. But I mean, I definitely feel like it's it's been a good year for me, like just personally. I feel like I've uh, I've grown a lot. It's taught me a lot. Um, I've learned a lot about the world myself, you know. Um, yeah, I, for some it's been an awful year. For me, it's not. It's been all right. I think I've had better years, but I, equally I've had worse years. Um, so yeah, I, I'm being I'm being, I guess, optimistic about it. Um, but yeah, I just generally think it was an all right year for me. Um, of course, on the world scale, it wasn't that great, but. 
Yeah. Who's the person? It was good. And there were parts where I thought it was going to be amazing, and then it didn't go exactly to plan. And seemingly two life-changing events seem to happen in this, like, in... Uh, not exactly, I guess, in the span of a year as well. Um, which was which was weird. Um, mm-hmm. And just... Well, I guess the, the first one was seemingly life-changing. Um, but yeah, it was... It's been an interesting year. And it's been great that we've been able to have this podcast. Because I feel like I probably... Um, I think that's that's really what's kept us talking, uh, kept us in contact over this year. Um, yeah, is this? Um, you know, it's it's been really great having uh, a sense of community in the times where we've been isolated. Um, and I mean that generally to just not only uh, you, uh, well, uh, well, I do the main t- that to you, Scarf. See, I'm not like ignoring you um yeah, no, but just generally no, to... i know what you mean having just having uh people on discord just yeah just to uh all uh you guys out there it's been it's been a it's been a wild year i just so hope 2021 is just boring and mm-hmm. uneventful yeah i mean ideally we could have some some radical changes and like have everything uh you know, all the problems of 2020 be fixed magically, but, but they're gonna be long-lasting. Realistically, the like, yeah, the best we can hope for is just. I think <laughs> uh, everyone could just use a break, just have a bit of a, a boring year. Yeah. Um. Actually, for me, I just want to. At this point, I'm just set on getting through school. But honestly, as we talked about at the front of the episode like a lot of the problems aren't just going to go away with the new year and yeah that's like how it works even if this vaccine goes as you know as good as it can then like yes it's still not going to be rolled out until well into 2021 so uh, and yeah we need to be really diligent still and we just have to be patient with it but but it's it's hope, which hopefully by this time uh, next year or yeah, and yeah, we'll be better yeah. off, and yeah, and it's we'll be it, over this stuff. Yeah, at least and a lot of it. it. It's there's a lot of there's a glimmer of hope on the horizon, really. Um, so I guess that. we'll see. I I'm also realizing now. We talked about our resolutions from last year, but we did not set any new ones for yes. We have for this year. I feel like we could go for. uh, Hmm. I was thinking of uh, us very being very uh, like thinking of uh, doing a general theme, a general theme. Uh, that might work better because we've already talked about like how we're gonna continue reading and you know we're obviously not gonna lose loads of weight suddenly um and yeah i think i don't know what what, what do you think your yearly theme is if you've come to 
Hmm. I think... I don't know. I'll have to give a little bit more thought to if I was going to do a uh, a uh, Cortex-esque yearly theme. Right. Um, uh, what exactly would be the right word to use? But I think productivity is too is too vague and yeah it's too easy for me to like kind of procrastinate on or like come up with a bunch of projects and then not finish them yeah. i think um just thinking about my life and my sort of long-term goals right now i think 2021 needs to be the Perhaps the year of income. I don't know if that's the best word for a, a yearly theme. Right. But I think I need, uh, need to start... Yeah. Completing projects and monetizing projects. And, uh, yeah. you know, I'll have to get in touch with, with Ryan Reynolds. Yes, uh, of course. <laughs> yeah so we can um, keep this project rolling but yeah um yeah I i'll keep my brief just because i think i have to go soon like now anyway um we'll be recording for a while um i think this year i'm gonna go what well, kind of like a, a a theme of renewal and growth of um like such as my like renewal in the sense of uh going back and redeveloping some skills uh and like things i know i can do better like such as schoolwork or uh maybe more personal um affairs and of course growth of just developing new skills and um developing myself like mentally or whatever um and i think over the next year I'm going to reflect on what I've learned from this year mm. and I guess just try to be better in, in every way in which I can, which I feel like I've never really properly, like, of course you just naturally, but I feel like this will be the first year in which I, I just focus on doing better through the smallest of things. Yeah. Um, I feel like new projects as well for you is like it's a yes. good time for that like the Wobbles channel mm. I think f falls under under growth yeah yeah definitely and I'm gonna try to develop my uh maybe actually release some music as well uh, so I've been working on like not working on but I've got some ideas that I would like to develop and yeah expand my musical uh ability and stuff hey if you're interested in releasing a uh Minty Boys album. <laughs> album. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to listen back to all of the music I've used and try uh, and see where I can. I'm not sure how many yeah, how many tracks we would even have or how long any yeah. of them would be, but I have to uh find a way to hook up my piano to my computer. Otherwise I mean I like I'm sure you work. can release better stuff unrelated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um Yeah. Yeah. Happy New Year, Scar. Happy New Year's, Wobbles. Happy New Year's, Winters. Mm -hmm.